yo-yo. Wooly, what do you have up your sleeve? Why are you suddenly so confident you can beat Octopimp? What do I have up my sleeve? What do you have up your sleeve? Didn't he beat you twice already? Are you talking about Guilty Gear? Yeah. Yeah, what, 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 I don't have anything up my sleeve. So why are you so confident now? You're going to steal the man's soul, apparently. Oh, no, I'm going to lose that. Yeah, I'm probably just going to lose. I mean, he's got his main character in Guilty Gear 2020. He, I don't have my main. He's got, uh, I mean, way more experience and hours. He's just an overall better player than me, and he's already playing the game right now. I have no chance. What's up? What is happening? I'm telling you what's happening. I'm telling you then what's happening. Then what? Wh- but he's super good. I have, I like, he's totally a fucking beast god at this game in general. And, uh, yeah, it's gonna be a fucking but blowout. The, but problem, I'm a little confused. Questions? I'm a little, I have, I have one question. Yes. Then what is the nature of the soul stealing? Oh, well, that. Generally refers to when you steal someone's burst, when you grab someone's burst. It's 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 a it's a it's a reference to like when you call someone out really really hard in an anime game mm-hmm. and you grab their burst. That's what it's talk. That's what it that's what it means when you steal someone's soul. Because this feels like like a big call out followed by like oh I didn't call him out at all. Oh no, I totally called him out. Big big call out tweet. Question? Problem? Concerns? What's up? I'm concerned that I'm losing my mind. Okay, that's fair. You've this been... seems nonsensical to a degree I was not prepared for. You've been losing your mind for a while. That's All right. Fine. No okay. problem there. I, I don't... What's stressing you? What's... Nothing. All right. Hey, man. What's up? Is this not a very straightforward situation? No! <laughs> I thought it was. No. Okay. Usually, oh man, I'm going to get him so bad, followed by, oh no, I'm going to die, is a confusing series of events. Oh yeah, well, I mean, I, I hope I hope people are tune in and get excited by all that. Okay. And I hope that call-outs and... and it's like Mike Tyson saying he's going to eat your children before the fight, and then mm-hmm. be like, oh yeah, I know, I knew he was going to win, yeah. Oh yeah, well, you know, I, again, I hope people... Or, or, or get excited for all that shenanigans and tune in to, to, to watch it because that's me doing my job. Okay. As I'm, you know, they're being very nice and, and uh, inviting me to come out and try their video game. And uh, I would like people to take a look at that and see how that goes. And if uh, checking out the video game also means they can doubly get entertained by watching me and Octopimp continue our uh, quote unquote feud. <laughs> then uh is this is work is this few to work oh yeah oh yeah oh. Massive, massive work huge huge oh, humongous work. And now Let's... you're shooting it with me right now absolutely oh well now it makes more sense i didn't know that the fighting game community had work oh it's a massive work oh i thought it was all shoot no what the fuck are you talking about this is shoot this, okay yeah duh all right so one of one's 
Okay. The only thing that's not a work is is the part where they legit did not tell me who I was fighting, and they kept it secret for super long, and I had no idea why, and it was really weird yeah, that they it, were not telling me. Yeah, it looked like Octopim also knew that he was doing it, but also did not know who he was they had, fighting. They had, plans for, they had plans for someone, and then it didn't work out, so they, they, they talked and whatever, there's this whole thing, but like... You know, like for a while, Zot was just not telling me what was going on. And I'm like, okay, I have no problem with this, but this is very unusual. And then the moment his face showed up on that stream, I immediately understood. I'm like, it's because this fucker masterminded the entire scenario. And he wanted to have it completely in the dark until I sat on the stage and then he walked out. (laughs) You know, which to be fair would have been incredible. People are super confused about what we're talking about. So I should give them some context, I suppose. Okay. Uh, uh, the new Guilty Gear uh, 2020 uh, stream that w- aired uh, last weekend uh, showed off some gameplay. And then at the end of it, on the American stream, uh, they had um, Kizzy K, Zot Buster, and uh, Octopimp. Um, and um, I, geez, I'm forgetting the other gentleman's name i'm sorry um but uh and so they basically just and i know said at arc revo the game's going to be there people are going to be able to touch it and play it and stuff and uh and stare at it and stare at it and that the yeah and that i'm going to be there as well they announced that i was going to show up and that i have an exhibition match to play and that's going to be against octopimp and yeah this is going to be the 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 third and it's going to count for all the marbles as they say in a, in a roster where he's, your character isn't there and his just got announced. And, and he's one of the best Kipatengan players in the fucking world. Yeah. You know? So, uh, yeah. It's going to be a good time. I'm looking forward to it. Have you thought about cheating? Yes. Okay. Do you have any ideas? Good ideas that might work? Not yet. No, okay. None that, none that won't be apparent on stream. Okay. Could you find the ghost of Marvel and pay him to show up and just be crazy? I'm not sure that the ghost of Marvel is still alive. (laughs) But he's the ghost of Marvel. He's forever, man. Unfortunately, I think the ghost of Marvel might just be a homeless gentleman from somewhere in the New York vicinity. Okay. So, we don't really know what (laughs) happened. Wasn't that at Evo though? It was at Evo. So how would he get? I think he came to Evo. How did he get to? How did he get to Vegas? I would imagine that he spent all of his money on a plane ticket. Oh, okay. To Evo, and that's how he became homeless. Man. Shirt off his back so that he could buy the plane ticket. Look, man, the FGC has a lot of people, and <laughs> some of those people might be a little sick. It's they might be a little ill. Yeah, uh-huh. and you never know. So. Yeah, I can't tell you. Okay. But I'm not about to put him on my payroll, if that's what you're suggesting. All right. That seems like a bad idea. Who knows what's going to happen? Who knows? I do. <laughs> yeah. Why Why don't you just try really hard? Yeah. Yeah. Is it maybe because of the face you're making right now? What? What face? What are you talking about? It's an audio podcast. Mm-hmm. Mm. Like, <laughs> I'm at this point. I actively want there to be more cards stacked against me. 
Yeah, because the fact that he literally was like sitting there as his character was announced and then announced me and then also in that order and really? then all, and then also previously like beasted me and also is currently there playing the game already. That just seemed that one seems particularly unfair actually. So I at this point I just want there they to should, be more. They should send you a dev kit. I want more. I want I want extra. I want there to be uh I want Dicegate to be like on his DMs just taking suggestions for what he can do to pot. Hey, hey, do you want do you want Potemkin to have like this mm-hmm. or like this? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, we give them both. Mm-hmm. I want, I want, I want, uh, I want more, more stacked against me. Maybe even hand me like a one of those. Fi- Somehow they retrofitted uh, uh, an old bad N sixty four controller. Yeah, with the guts of a PS four controller. And yeah, like, you got to use that. You use this, and the stick's a little wiggly. So you yeah, know. it's one of those like the 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 plastic black bad ones where it kind of wobbles to the side. Yeah, one of those ones. That's what I want. You want pre-built Johns? You want Johns built into Not the Johns. No, Johns because Johns implies that you uh, Johns it, this is this is that's inaccurate terminology. Okay. Johns implies that if it were not for these circumstances, I would have won. Well, there is no part of this where that is a qualifier. I have I have a version of that that could work, which is like, well, you know, if you weren't so good at the game, yeah, but that's that's so that's that that that's so. Uh, I've been reading broad. a lot of scrub quotes lately. It's yeah, that's stuff. so broad. You know what I mean? John's implies if we're not if it were not for these hurdles in my way, I totally would have beaten you. You don't know and that. that is not even remotely. See, but you can say that now because the bell can't be unrung that he played the game before you. So you just be like, well, you know, if you never got to. Yeah, but but that's not. I'm not. Impl- I'm not saying that his skill is an unfair I'm advantage. I'm so baffled by the level of call-out before, followed by the level of non-call-out here. Oh, because it's... it's it's I don't get it. It's fun and exciting, and everyone's gonna enjoy that. So, big, big call-out tweets where no, no one's gonna hear this. But people hear this. People yeah. listen to this podcast. Some do. This is a popular podcast. Yeah, some do, but some won't. Oh. You know. Do you guys like to listen to our podcast? Yeah, so... <laughs> yeah, big, I'm a beat his ass. Hardcore. Bookmark this tweet, I believe I said. Or screenshot it, maybe? Or no, I said bookmark this tweet uh, 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 alongside the date of the of the event, which some people still unfortunately get confused in making a couple of uh, like meme photos. Which, hey, meme photos, right? Who doesn't doesn't love First of all, hey, check it out. Meme photos, fun little posts, all that jazz. Does that happen if I don't make a call out? No. No. So, good. But But then it says, but then one of them was like, the match at Evo. And I'm like, no, no, it's Arc Revo. I'm feeling a lack of commitment to the, to the, to the to the work here. Well, you just asked. It's the first thing you asked. Me I when know. You sat down. So I'm just gonna give you the honest truth. But isn't the isn't the isn't the work that you're supposed to lie and be like, oh, I got something up my sleeve, and then you show up and you have nothing uh, on Twitter, I guess. Okay. I will continue to. Ex- I am. I will continue to push. Put forth extreme braggadocio. I'm gonna point out that people can see both of these parts of social media simultaneously. Well, 
That's okay. Okay. I'm I'm not that complicated. I'm actually a very simple person. Oh man. Some might say too simple. But this is where we are. And you know what? Based on the way the that went down after I tweeted it when I was like, okay, I need to formulate a really good response because they after that announcement. Yeah. Like, yeah, it went over. People loved it. Shit fucking went left and right. And then everybody was, you know, finding their best clips of someone getting their ass absolutely blasted out. Which, some of which are unbelievable. And then they've overlaid my face. And Mm -hmm. then they've overlaid Octo's face, uh, like name or face, on the blaster. And Uh I was the blastee. It's it's fantastic. But what if you win though? Then this becomes fantastic. This this becomes <laughs> awesome. All of this preamble becomes wonderful, you know. But I mean, as far as just raw facts go, who fucking who who can't see what's well? Up? Now I have more context for the world around me. It's very it's you and know. I feel dumber than before, but smarter than I am. This is this is how it goes. Okay. Well, what have you been up to, man? Well, I just got back from Calgary. That's Calgary. Calgary was colder than Montreal. Of course it is. I didn't know that. Oh, oh, you didn't? I've never been the, there. The, the prairies are the coldest cities in the country. I've never been there. Uh, they're the coldest cities in the country because the wind on the flatland... Yes, there's just nothing to Nothing stop stops it, so yes. it hits like minus 60. So we... we had a had to, got them Rockies around us. That was cool. Didn't, yeah, mountains are cool. Yeah, I was like, that's a nice horizon. Yeah. Um, I mean, the only there's I mean, the, there's there's a more interesting part of the country right over those rocks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I uh, I mean, I I've only like I've been there once. Last one I went to Japan, I flew to Vancouver and and like jumped from the airport immediately into yeah. the plane. So, but like I've never actually touched down anywhere mm-hmm. further uh, west than uh, Toronto. Yeah, what's the cowboy hat situation? Uh, I didn't see any, and I almost brought mine, but oh, I decided yeah? not to. Uh, also, I needed my luggage space because um, I was bringing uh, a full setup, including a monitor. Mm, so, really? Yeah. Because the hair, the problem. Why are you bringing is, a whole monitor up because there? Because you can't trust these hotel TVs. Yeah, you can't. Right? Uh, w- there was an era early on where it was like, okay, you'll probably be able to get your HDMI in there, but who knows if you can get to a source button, right? And if you can't get to a source button and it's not auto set, that's going to be garbage. And then secondly, the lag is abysmal. Oh, it's not good. It's awful unplayable in many cases so you don't know what you're dealing with so most people at this point just bring a small monitor with them Mm -hmm. um you ever look into those like backpack combined tv things that's exactly what i was looking into yeah and i don't want i don't think i'm gonna end up getting one of those because i still want my console like here yeah and i'm gonna be using it all the time i work with it so you know, switching it over to the, the portable thing is going to be, become a bit more annoying. Uh, and I don't want a full-on extra carry-on, like, yeah, that's, suitcase. That's, yeah, that's no So fun. what they do have is monitors that are almost the exact size of a PS4 that sit right on top. 
Okay. So I'm actually looking into one of those. Like HDMI monitors? Yeah, full-on HDMI yeah. monitor and uh, maybe a little bit bigger like than, you know, the 13 inches or so. But, like, it, it sits nicely. Um, don't have too much to worry about in terms of lag. Like, there's a... I've seen some 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 people at, at, at tournaments, like, rocking those on, like, a bar top. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, I'm looking into that. But anyway, um, went to Calgary for Canada Cup. Uh, Canada Cup was, uh, I mean, Canada Cup is, 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 it's a big tourney that usually goes down. Uh, for the last couple of years, it was in Toronto. I'm kind of shocked they moved it from TO to Calgary. They moved it back to Calgary because the first ones were there. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. The first ones, the first ones were, were, were all over in Calgary, uh, all in Calgary. Uh, there was a while where we were trying to, like, I was, I remember when I was running um, Montreal stuff, I was trying to get him, uh, Lapchi to bring it over here. Uh, the TO guys wanted it to in TO. There's more people there, so you know. Yeah, more sense it was to never gonna. There. Nothing's ever gonna come here instead of a TO. Well, that's not true. DreamHack comes here. That's true. But um, anyway, the, the 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 so the they had it there for a couple of years. Um, last year they kind of combined with EGLX, and that that like unfortunately there was some really uh, shitty stuff done on on behalf of EGLX. Like they just didn't understand what a fighting game tournament needed. And they were like trying to kick people out of the venue before, like after, at like six o'clock or something what? like that. When you're like, these tournaments go late. These tournaments go till how do you tomorrow. not know about what you're working with? It was terrible, right? So that sucked. Um, but anyway, so yeah, uh, back to Calgary it went, um, and uh, yeah, I was going in particular for Samurai Showdown because mm-hmm. it was going to be the last of the announced premier tournaments. So. The winner of that gets to go to Japan for the World Finals next right. year. Um, so, uh, yeah, that, you know, is a pretty big incentive. And I guess here's the part where I'll say since I'm going into my week, uh, this is a lot of – this is me going to a fighting game tournament. So I'm going to be talking about fighting games. And uh, if that is boring to you, then I think you might want to skip forward. Um, I'm going to do my best to not use any jargon and talking that terms. That jargon post guy, huh? But it's funny. <laughs> it's funny when I see those because that, that's that's a comic from a, a thing that a real that like that was just like a text dump before that. But it's like ever since fisticuffs, like <laughs> ever since fisticuffs, I've like consciously made an effort to not go it's into tough. those terms. I've consciously made an effort to try and keep it as general as possible. But I guess I was not so, keeping it general enough. I will say one thing, and that is you have had a natural built-in disadvantage in that almost everybody that you know that likes video games around you in your personal life also likes fighting games to a degree. Nobody likes the games I like. <laughs> um, so I have a lot of experience explaining why I like my stupid baby RPGs. I See, but that's not that's not... Really? I don't see it that way at all, though, because quite frankly, I think I feel, I kind of feel it's the other way around. Really? I feel a I feel a huge disadvantage in terms of the fact that the fan base that knows us that yeah. is coming from the same place. Hello, everyone. Showed up for uh, survival horror and RPGs. Oh, I don't know about that. That's like there's a, a decade lot, ago. No, but the 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 Matt and Pat fan base, yeah. at its core. Was a lot of that. That's why Shitstorm is such a huge 
like deal to a lot of people. I don't know. That was and like the stuff that I'm interested in doesn't overlap with those. So if anything, I feel like I'm the outsider. I don't know. You that only counts for people that showed up at like year one, two, three, etc. Some compared to like. Horror and RPGs are a massive part of well, the luckily, that, ha- that, that follow our luckily stuff. Luckily for me, I don't have to explain horror anymore because it's dead. Sure. Um, but I, but I, I've, I've like over the years, I've noticed like there's been some overlap and those who happen to care stick around. Mm-hmm. But there's so many that like would not have showed up for my shit. Have you ever worried? They came that for it, your shit. Have you ever worried that it is because fighting games are bad? Uh. No, it's because they're hard and unfriendly to to start playing. Yeah, and they don't explain things. And it's 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 fairly interesting. A million other excuses, like and they're online is not great, and uh, like, there's just a million things that could be fixed. Like whereas wanna, an RPG is put like put fifty dollars down, get a hundred hours of fun. Yeah, and then you it's like you read a book at the end. And then you like, go, cool, I, I read the book. I actually think a weirder and more fair com- uh, uh, comparison would be like, uh, let's take um, uh, Street Fighter and like Warframe in terms of like time investment. But like Warframe doesn't boop your nose when you don't know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. There's also a natural stopping point in a lot of these games. Uh, in survival horrors and, and Oh, so well, yeah, that was because you hit a credit. You know. So for you, I mean, the the credits don't even roll after Octopimp is standing over your corpse. Definitely, you not. still have to go keep playing. But all that to say that, um, yeah, I, I think the 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 core came from a different place, mm. and that's why so much of like trying. That's why so much of like uh, what I've had to do over the years has been on a like introductory yeah friendly sort of level you like, should you should have it, there's there's a few there's people that definitely are in and they get it yeah but like so much of what i'm doing mentally whenever i'm talking about fighting games on like in front of a microphone mm. is editing for people that are new slash might not understand it so when i see one of those posts hilarious as it is it makes me go am i not dumbing it down enough i nah. really 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 tried nah, my best man. to never use nah the best super complicated i know exactly stuff. what it is i know exactly what it is and it's like you're building off like you're like okay we started this podcast and i like i explained what footsies is three weeks ago or, or a little bit ago right and I'm like good now everybody knows what footsies except most people they only catch one podcast here, one podcast there because they're not consistent. Download every podcast. So then the next time we talk <laughs> about footsies, even though we explained it last time, that's they right. didn't hear it, and so they go, "What are footsies?" That's why. I, that's why. I, uh, like I try and re-explain the stupid bullshit every time, and I see you die every time. Yeah, and I'm like, "Well, it's because." But I don't know. But I also number babies. Okay, but I also explained that I don't die either. I have resting bitch face. If you want, you you do. I have resting bitch face, you and do. everyone overanalyzes you do have the RBF. way. Right, everyone overanalyzes the way I look when I'm just listening. Yeah. Right, and even if I'm giving my attention and asking and like responding and being a part of the question, like I'm still going to sit and listen to what you're saying. Yeah. Because that's the way I listen. See, I went. I kind of. But wish- I'm listening. But listening normally, as people see it, they're already interpreting that. Oh, he's dying inside, and that's the way you interpret it too. I wish. And I you had- both are putting that on me, but it's not there. I wish I had RBF more than what Sorry I got. Sorry to get real, but my resting face has my lazy eye. I point to the side and it's like the fuck is wrong with you resting face mm, sure because i'm like uh but like i promise you a bunch of times where like i'm legit like i'm we're having a conversation well don't worry we can test that today okay but you automatically <laughs> I, I bet you i bet you you won't yeah 
Because if it's about um um uh, uh what was it even called? It's such a weird name. Uh, disco. Oh yeah, yeah. That looks great. Yeah, I'm super in and interested. There and I want to play. Talk it. for that. Okay. Alternatively, no truce with the furries. So no, Wooly's not going to be dying inside on that because that game looks fantastic. Well, I can't wait to play it. You should play it. I'm going to. You should not play it in any professional capacity. Well, that's the problem. <laughs> Right, it's a hell of a lot of reading, and I need to figure out if that's even feasible. Uh, you want, you but I have like five people if you want to do it, and it's like forty-five hours long. Or it's like you don't read it out loud; you just read it in your yeah, head. Yeah, I, I I floated that suggestion. People didn't like. People it. want to hear the voices. Yeah, because yeah, you can't you can't minimize it if otherwise. Yeah, right. No, no, you can't. Oh man, that'd be really hard. But it looks. We'll get to that in. You know what? Fuck it. Let's just get to that right now. It looks so good. Okay, though. Disco Elysium came out. Disco Elysium is a disco RPG that takes place in a fake South America, Brazil. Uh, it's it's fake universe, everything, um, in which you play as a scumbag shithead, the worst cop ever. And you have that scumbag face. Yeah, you have the scumbag face that you can't change. And you customize everything around it like you can get dressed. Yeah. But you still look like a piece um, of shit. In which you wake up and the very first thing in the game is your ancient reptile brain. And your limbic system are arguing as to whether or not you should wake up out of your amnesiac blackout because you're so fucked. It is a. It's R- not an RPG. Stop calling it an RPG. It is absolutely an RPG. It has, it has dice. It has literal dice. What is? What are you all right, talking so, about? You know what? Here's, One guy. All right. So this this is this is going to follow off anyway as a as a relatively <laughs> appropriate uh, thing in terms of what people argue about genre because we argued about genre uh last week with indivisible right with the and probably the week before was the week before um a lot of people don't believe that disco elysium is an rpg and that is a fascinating distinction that i see and the reason why that belief exists is because the game has zero combat it has no combat. It does not have a definitive combat system. I didn't know that. It has zero combat. That's of, crazy. A, of any kind. What it does have is conflict. Yes. And it is a role-playing game in a form of double entendre. Because there is a... The, I don't know if you remember a weird like uh, in, like argument that people had about Dungeons & Dragons when 3.0 came out. I think you fucked around and looked at, le- at least read 2.0 stuff back in AD&D back in the day. And you, it was like fucking dice up the ass. It was fucking crazy. Uh, so I never played it, but my friend who did was giving me the rundown on how complicated it used to get. Yeah, it was fucking and crazy. And we did play a game where I had a character sheet with all the expanded numbers. Yeah. Because you didn't just have the stats. You had uh, – it was like a box. Yeah, it was a lot. It was a know? lot. It's where Thacko came from yeah. and all that shit. 3.0 added something that a lot of people liked and a lot of people didn't like. And one of the things that it added was roles for social stats, right? If I remember correctly. it's This is like 15 years ago. But basically, people would make fun of 3.0 by calling it a role-playing game in – that it would be R-O-L-L. Yeah. In that all you would be doing is rolling dice to see if you convince the guy. Rolling yeah. dice. And Disco Elysium is like that. It is very Planescape Torment. And it's it shows very you the dice. old fashioned. Yeah. But, hey, dude, I want to fight this guy. I want to... No, you know what? I want to fight this child. Something that occurred. 
Why do I want to fight the child? Because I asked him to stop throwing rocks at my lynch victim's dick, and he started screaming that I was going to rape him. So I decided that I should fight him. What do I do? I don't go into a combat system. I don't, you know, a grid doesn't show up like in Banner Saga. Real time with pause doesn't come up. It just says physical instrument, dice roll 48%. Click it. You see two literal dice yep. roll. Yep. Boxcars always wins. Snake Eyes always loses. Mm-hmm. And whether or not you pass or fail, you either punch that kid out like a bitch or something else. I don't know because I didn't fail the roll. That's the com the combat. And because it doesn't have combat and because it is all talking to people, mm-hmm. people are saying it's not an RPG. It's a visual novel mm-hmm. or it's a walking simulator. I think that distinction is ridiculous because the game's focus on stats and character building is so absurd. So I'm going to back up a little bit. I I would hear an argument that like uh, if someone who's played a game, an RPG, if every RPG someone's played has had combat, that the absence thereof would be questionable. Yeah. I'll hear that because I also uh, didn't expect anything like the the indivisible discussion we had. Right. So. And this is the literal opposite direction. I was educated as a result of that. Um, So. You've heard of Planescape Torment, I assume. It's, I have, it's and, a, it's, and I found it, and I find it funny that, like, again, when we're talking about audiences in this discussion, yeah. you could throw out a reference like that and yeah. not really have to explain it, yeah, because, because they, the, the people listening. But if you talk aware, about Fatal Fury, for example, which I think should be a common reference, then I have to explain yeah, exactly it's, it's, what a super desperation yeah. movie. So is. Torment's a classic. The writing's incredible. I know. You know it, actually, come to think of it, because you were love laughing one, about that fucking dialogue I love, I love that one amazing choice. Yeah, that fucking 13 thing. And they're all, it's, it's the raddest truth, shit truth, I've ever truth, seen. Truth, 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 And then the same options as lie, lie, lie. Um, oh, not even that one. Oh, I was, no, that no, one? that's not the one I, I love. My favorite thing ever is what is the nature of a oh, man. No, that's what I'm talking about. Okay, okay. Because there are two there at the bottom that yeah. are the same answers, but they're lies. That's amazing. Right? So the thing about Torment is that the combat sucks shit. This is torment. Like you wake up as an amnesiac, you find a a, a, a fucking smooth person who knows the lay. Like the general layout of the beginning is very similar. But they said, "Nah, fuck the combat." You find the Keanu Reeves, kinda, kinda. You know, he fucking went back and recorded extra lines. I know, I know, he did. That's so cool. So, We're talking the about game's obsession by the way. with statistics is bordering on the unhealthy. And it represents the most unbelievable reactive storyline I have ever seen. So I'm going to walk you through some dumbass stats for a second. Follow with me, gang. This will go somewhere. The main choices you have when you start the game. Do you want to be really academically intelligent? Do you want to be emotionally intelligent and sensitive? Do you want to be physically powerful? Or do you want to be dexterous? These are pretty classic Standbys, it's basically strength, intelligence, dex, and etc., right? Uh, charisma. Within those attributes, you have 24 derived statistics that determine everything about how you check every single interaction in the entire game. And every interaction has a check. Every single interaction. So these range from rhetoric to logic to... 
uh, to uh, dexterity, essentially. To Do we have to explain what a check is? Uh, no, it's when the it checks against Sorry, your skills. Sorry, I'm thinking about yeah, all I know, this right? now. It's in my brain. Right? It's in my brain about what it's not a fighting game, how much has to be explained right. or not. So it's so. got all sorts of normal stats like that. It's yeah. got stuff like that's a little less, a little more esoteric, like empathy and authority. And then it's got really weird ones like Inland Empire, which is your ability. What is that? Inland Empire is named... Uh, as the kingdom within yourself, it's very Lynchian and is your ability to see beyond the plot and involve such things as talking to your tie to get information or interrogating a mailbox. So, like Dale Cooper from Twin Peaks. Canadianism? No, like, like fucking Deadly Premonition Twin Peaks shit. Oh, okay. Like, you use nonsense magic bullshit. Okay, okay. okay. And then you get to my favorite one. I, so, I picked Encyclopedia. Right? As my signature skill. What did that mean? That meant on every single time I talked to a character, there was an encyclopedia role in the background. And if it passed, the game would spit out background information about what we were talking about. So if they mentioned a district in town, there'd be a hidden little encyclopedia role in the background. And if it passed, it would tell me how difficult the check was. And then it would say, this district is the blah, 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 blah. Yes. That's... If you choose something, wow. if you choose something like the best example possible, electrochemistry. Electrochemistry is your love of drugs, your tolerance for drugs, your understanding of those who love drugs, etc. A really good example in popular fiction, Walter White has incredible logic and intelligence. But Jesse Pinkman has great electrochemistry. Yeah. You know when he tricks the meth head into digging up his own yard? Yeah. That's a successful electrochemistry test. Right? Um, So when you go into a bar and you see a passed out man next to a spilled glass of rum and the rum has stained the counter, what will occur is you will look at that and your electrochemistry will literally speak to you. Because the stats are your party. You have 24 party members with you at all times, and they are the aspects of your personality, and they are your stats. So the lore stat is spread out across... Every possible interaction that has to do with information. The empathy stat is every time you talk to somebody and you're trying to figure out how they feel. The esprit d'accord is whenever you talk to your buddies at the police station and you're trying to figure out the morale there. And electrochemistry is every time you encounter drugs, alcohol, or whatever, such as the stained countertop, electrochemistry shows up in your dialogue and goes, Hey, man, you haven't had a drink in hours. Yeah, okay, so this is exactly as cool as I thought it was. <laughs> yeah, and the, the I'll take this as an example. You haven't even talked about drinking in hours, and that's a dialogue option that only showed up because I hadn't asked for a drink at that point in the game. Mm. And at this point, it goes, you have three options, goes, I don't need a drink, a third one, which I don't remember, and the first one, which I picked, which, you know, I've been secretly thinking about drinking for hours, and electrochemistry will yell at you, you know what you should do? You will make you feel great? Licking the booze off that countertop. And after I did that, and I talked to the passed out guy beside it, he said, oh, it's a shame I can't offer you any rum. And my character had a dialogue option saying, no, no, it's fine. I had some. It mm-hmm. was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So these checks, there are 24, are exploding across every conversation in a game that's only dialogue. Constantly. 
constantly, constantly, constantly. When you are talking to a person for the first time, if your authority senses that they respect authority, authority will pipe up and tell you to yell at them or assert that you're a police officer or yell at them that you're a police officer or take out your gun, etc. And the most interesting thing is that the game will warn you if your stats are too high, they will damage your character. Because if your stats are so high, you will pass every authority check. And authority will show up in every conversation telling you to assert authority. If your stats, if your encyclopedia stat is too high, every single conversation you have in the game will be filled with extraneous detail that doesn't matter. You become that weirdo obsessed with that stat. If your drama is too high, people will take you less seriously because your dialogue options will tend towards the more ridiculous. Yeah. Okay. Etc. And it becomes an obsession. More than that, on top of all Confer- of that, correct? Yes. Yes. Okay. On top. Sorry. On top of all that insanity, is the fact that I and two friends of mine played and saw every single conversation go differently because your stats can get you. So it's a range from six to one. You don't have enough points to be good at anything, right? If you have six in one, most of the others are going to be garbage. What this means is that when you're trying to do things like sneak away, fight a guy, open up a dumpster, or grab your tie off a ceiling fan, you fail checks, checks you can't redo in most cases, Mm -hmm. constantly. Mm -hmm. You fail them constantly. But they're not fail states. They're just your character fucking up. Mm -hmm. So, for example, in the first room in the game... Your tie is on a ceiling fan that is going around. I did not think and forgot to turn the fan off before trying to get my tie. Therefore, I suffered a minus three to my physical impediment to try and grab the tie, failed the check, almost had a heart attack from exertion, took a point of damage, and became near death and could not get my tie. Immediately. Immediately. When I called the precinct to tell them that I had, in fact, lost my badge in a drunken stupor, and they made a joke about, well, at least you didn't lose your gun, right? And then I realized that I had, in fact, lost my gun. I had to pass a saving throw to not take a morale point of damage from humiliation. Yep. As my precinct laugh at me. Okay. Your character is so strung out and drug addicted that when I kicked a dumpster... Because I couldn't open it in anger, I took a point of damage, had a heart attack, and died okay. within the first two hours. How's save system? Uh, constantly in classic okay. auto saves, and then just classic save whenever you want. So there's and no the mor- so there's no combat, but you can die, die all the time, all the time. So for more, so depending on your stats, you have either more health or more morale. Mm-hmm. Morale is even more interesting. If your morale hits zero, your character gives up and goes to live under a bridge, and that's the end of the story. Okay. Yep. And so you're just a shitty old man. Here's one more dialogue system on top of that. The idea system. Say, Wooly, I start the game and I'm a drunk piece of shit and I don't have any money to pay my rent and I'm going to become a hobo. And I talk to people about becoming hobo. I may unlock the idea hobo cop. You then equip the hobo cop idea which decreases your, I think it's your authority, because you're a hobo. And once I've internalized that hobo cop idea for a few hours, I will 
become a hobo cop and gain stat benefits associated with being a hobo cop. You could become a superstar cop, a sorry cop. Uh, I had someone on Twitter mention to me that they were not paying attention when talking to someone who was complaining about a certain group of people and accidentally unlocked the advanced race theory option in the thought menu wow. that if you equip it, turns you into a white supremacist. So, so hold on. <laughs> the, the thought menu is... Uh, they are unlockable skills that will benefit your stats, but also... It's all, think of it as a job system for losers. And it's your mind. Yeah. And whatever you equip is going to... What you think you are. Over time, and it'll further commit to those there's a There's a good one that people like to use for an example is when you're arguing with your reptile brain, one of the options you can pick as to why you're blacked out is because you're a superstar cop. Like, you know, like a, a Startsky and Hutch or whatever the yeah. fuck. Yeah, yeah. Now, this is nonsense, and you're actually a piece of shit, and you smell. And the item descriptions of your clothes state that they are covered in piss and shit and cum. Mm -hmm. But you're a superstar. What does this mean? It means that once you fully internalize being a superstar cop, you will gain uh, the stat limits on some of the, the, the things like you know authority and all that mm -hmm. will go higher than they would otherwise. Mm -hmm. But you take a permanent debuff to minus one to logic because you're not a superstar cop obviously and you are actively deluding yourself every moment so the game provides you with the truth and then you are allowed to interpret it in however ways. you personally desire and based on whatever you go with it'll start pushing those ideas yeah however like the the truth will not change yeah the game is that's amazing that's yeah incredible. the game it is really, also really, really good incredibly hilarious yeah. and i was playing hoping to fail scenarios mm -hmm. And there's an early one that shows this off really well. I didn't have the money to pay my rent. So I chose the sneak away, despite the fact that I was in an empty bar, and I attempted to sneak away. Your character, upon failing the sneak check, starts sprinting, jumps, turns around in the air, and flips double birds at the bartender, and then crashes into an old woman in a wheelchair. Mirror's Edge. A little bit. Beautiful. Uh, which led to a, ser a sequence that was unique to that yeah. series of scenarios. Yeah, I heard, I was reading about how it, it, it took them like five years of just putting all these... Apparently it was written by a novelist. Sure. Which you Put, would believe. Yeah, putting all these branches together. Um, it, yeah. It's... Looks fine. It looks like, I, yeah. Incredible. It's in the voice acting that is there. Mm -hmm. It's not all of it. Mm -hmm. It can't be. Mm -hmm. Is incredible. Mm -hmm. The look is like uh, watercolor, like like like. It's hard to say, like like hard watercolor, like mm -hmm. a lot of sharp lines. It's but it's still just reading an audio book in terms of like trying to play this in front. Of it is an the audience. most complex choose your own adventure game that's ever existed. Yeah, yeah, and. It is how do how do how do I I don't know. Uh, Wooly, I streamed it for three hours. Yeah, I spent about half hour in character creation, half an hour talking to the chat, stuff like that. I only really read for two, maybe an, even an hour and forty five minutes. I was doing recitation 
for an hour and 45 minutes nonstop at about the speed that I'm talking now. Mm-hmm. And cut the stream short because I was exhausted. Yeah. If you have ever, I mean, we've done a lot of LPs and we've read a lot of dialogue. Yeah. There is literally, tiring. There is literally no comparison I can make that does this game's amount of text justice. Yeah, it's 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 I, that that much I can tell. I guess like you said, you flirted with the idea of uh, of 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 just reading it in, internally. Yeah, and that, too much. That you did, would have to you would have to put like a timer on your own body to be like, read it now. Wait. No. I guess, but I guess what I'm what I'm thinking of is that like because that's such a hurdle, right? Um, and the LP poison is like seeping. Yeah. Um, weeping. Would but like is that is that unfavorable way of doing it not preferable to not doing it at all? Is, is well, the see, question, in right? in our cases, it's slightly different. As I'm doing because if li- someone, for example, is like, "Damn, I wish they were reading it out loud." Yeah, right. But it's obvious why that's such a huge yeah. problem. Should it not then be understandable that okay, I'm not going to read this out loud, but that is what allows me to actually play it. Since I'm doing live content, the ability to just like n- not do it, it's like it's it's not even a discussion. It's like it's off the table, right? Because mm-hmm. if people look away, they're mm-hmm. done. In a YouTube context. Mm-hmm. With the ability to pause. straight up pause the fucking game, yeah, it's more viable. Yeah, the game's also really long. Yeah, it's I when I people recommended it to me, I thought it was gonna be like a fucking six hour Telltale style fucking thing, and then I get to the store page and it's a forty five dollar game mm-hmm. because it's a full length forty to fifty hour RPG with the like the most reactive dialogue I've ever seen. So like multi like this this I look at this and like playthrough after playthrough after playthrough after playthrough would be totally viable, mm-hmm. right? So the game's an incredible it's a steal at what it is, and everybody should buy it everybody. But uh, it's a lot of reading. It's just it's a you want to read? Here's some reading. Yeah, I'm just I, I this is one of those scenarios where you'd be like, do I bet on people understanding the problems or do? The problems mean that you shouldn't have tried. I, I don't know. I think you should. Yeah. Uh, I think everybody should take a look at it. Yeah, and like, a, like a one-off would make perfect sense because you could you could recite it for a one-off, right, and then just die afterwards. But uh, the, yeah, the 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 it's a lot. It's a lot. It's the total opposite of games that have nothing going on and you're just wandering around. Yeah. Right, it's 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 which, that which is that's really good for LP purposes. Yeah, uh, although of course it's also like paying attention to everything you're reading and making sure that you don't um, miss out on key hints. There are there, yeah. Luckily, happens. the game's pretty good at being like the hints are your stats. The stats are generally trying to help you when they talk to you. Yeah. But, like, um, do you ever end up in a room after someone said, go in that room and something, something, and maybe something, and then you missed that maybe, in and the, then you just in stood the in the three, room and went, why am two, I here? In the two plus hours I played, I only went into three rooms. Okay. So, I I don't know how to... Um, I, I will... I, I do want to give the game extra super good props on top of that for the incredible quality of the writing. I'm laughing out loud constantly. Um... When I'm talking to some lady on the phone, and she explains that it was in fact me that, in a drunken rage, broke the the stuffed bird that adorned the bar. The options are: I'm sorry, I don't remember that. 
I'll try and make restitutions. And my favorite, just fucking bird. Just fuck it. Going out into the back and seeing Kuno, a 12-year-old on speed, screaming at me that I shouldn't get on him with that book-learning shit. And his sister yelling at him to escalate and to yell at everyone that I'm digging my dick out of my pants. Mm -hmm. Like, did not... Did not See, expect the game to go in that so, direction. So that's the other bit, right? Where it's like, even if you do miss something or bumble, you bumble into a different... You bumble into something different. You bumble into different. And that's also really good sounding as yeah. well. So yeah, that, it's funny because like like while having this discussion, I was kind of like, I was curious to see. I was like, um, I'm waiting to see if anyone's going like, ah, yeah, just go for it anyway. Or if I'm like, you, no, don't do it. You fail and, forward on this one. And, and uh, people are silent on whether or not like that's a worthy I'm, I'm endeavor people have this because argument. clearly everyone is uncertain at least in chat at the moment as to whether or not it would be worth it in, to in the, go in, into it but not read out loud in the upload thread uh for like the comments on my my stream upload and the 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 you know the little reddit thread when the thing goes live yeah same argument people go on like well they, they oh, hope, no no point i hope i hope, I hope woolly or pat do this yeah oh but they can't read all the dialogue no no they really should just take their time it's like no you can't yeah uh this is why i think uh, there was one guy who was like this this game is why i don't think streamers or, or lps should read all the dialogue etc cetera, etc cetera. and it's like oh man there is absolutely no agreement on this whatsoever but you should play it for yourself at the very least because it is nuts mm. It is fucking sick. What about getting some sort of robot reader to what read about, the dialogue like this? I don't know if that would be possible. Welcome to Disco Elysium, where I start. I still think it's really funny that the game was called No Truce for the Furies, with the Furies. And then everyone kept calling it No Truce with the Furries. And then they changed the name to Disco Elysium. Really? Yeah. I like the last name. Yeah, well. Oh, and it's called Disco Elysium because your character is disco. Despite not being in a disco time period, your character is a total asshole and is rocking disco mutton chops and the spirit of disco in his heart. No truce with the fury sounds way cooler. Yeah, well. Damn. Um, well... I'm, I, if, if you have a, an opinion on whether or not dialogue well no but if you just ask that then the only people that care only people that want to see it will, will even bother responding people who don't want to see it won't just say anything. yeah it's sample size sample bias. size is not going to work yeah. that if my interest is going to determine whether or not you even interact with that yeah. maybe if i just made like a poll on twitter and then threw it out there then like if you were encountered with uh, two button clicks you might hey, choose one fun or the other. fact about polls on twitter gang not legally binding yeah no not at all but uh yeah maybe i'll just make one of those and see what people think but like I don't want to assume that you know you can't like you do you bet on reasonable or do you bet on unreasonable right and that's the, that's the mm. that's the, the trouble because this looks there's so much here that I I think sounds fantastic and there's so many clear hurdles and I think that like sitting and reading is going to be tricky but will the payoff be worth it you know so yeah anyway um, the length is always the issue too, but there you go. So yeah, that's cool. I'm yeah, length is always an issue. Yeah. I assume, um, you're, uh, I mean, that's not a problem you're running into with Outer Worlds, obviously, so. No, well, Outer Worlds is voice acted. Yeah. Like, just top to bottom, almost every single thing. The only thing I'm reading Outer Worlds is, like, diaries. 
and mm-hmm. like you know a, a fucking text log, you know computer mm-hmm. logs and shit. And those are fewer and far between than they would be in say Fallout even. Yeah, don't do it, Wooly. Do it. Yeah, there. Don't. Shut up. There it is. <laughs> do it, you pussy. No, don't do it, man. It's ridiculous. Bring Reggie and Min. Min would not follow any of that. That would be a really not great idea, guys. Let's be real. Unfortunately, I think it would fly <laughs> right over his head. Come on, we know this. <laughs> um. Anyway, uh, yeah. Who, I don't know. Who cares about me and my dumb Canada? Like, what at that point? That sounds way. That sounds fantastic. Fascinating. That sounds interesting. Like, I don't know. I, that that combo broke me talking about. Oh, I'm sorry. Games. I didn't. I it's no, just no, we no. I wanted it. to know about it, so that's totally fine. Um, does that like? I what did I don't know. How'd you do a Canada Cup? I got ninth. Um, I I lost to at, at the, the 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 pool finals. I still haven't made it out of pools, guys, because the the pools were to exit to top eight, and um, I, I fought the top seeded player, or like yeah, I fought the top seeded player in my second round, and um, and EOCR. He's he's super good at fighting games, and. Uh, like, it's interesting because when I played casually against him and I played casually against Alex Valle and I played casually, like, against other people the, the weekend and I was like, yeah, I'm doing pretty all right. I'm doing okay. This yeah. is not complete wash. Like, I'm like, I'm in there. And then, like, yeah, in that set, in the in the tournament, Andy OCR just completely, like, made the hardest reads and, like, it was crazy how good he was. So uh, I lost pretty quickly there, then went through the loser's bracket, um... And went on a went on a decent enough tear for a little bit and came back up through to get to the pool finals. And uh then I had to fight Lord Jimmy Bones, who is uh the guy that's from Montreal that I play with all the time. Yeah. And what makes it even better is that I, I covered I sponsored him to go out there. Like I covered his trip out there. So I literally oh, literally man. created my own hurdle towards getting to top eight the one thing that i want to accomplish self-destroyed oh man like 100 percent self-architected you know could have done it if i didn't but i wanted my 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 really that's what you get for being nice well that's the hilarious part of these things and it, montreal versus montreal happens often because it's like you know eventually when you're if you're good enough like you're it's gonna whittle down to something yeah but it, it breaks out in such a way where i'm like yeah i literally created my own wall and then was crushed by it good job itachi and to make things even worse on top of that uh while that usually goes like definitely his way and we play a lot um i got my games in there and we did a set the night before and it was going very much my it was going my way things were going pretty good and uh that was and because of the way things went there when we got to the seat on stream and like went yeah that's the way it goes and he switched to a completely different character and i went you motherfucker because last night was not what you wanted to happen, so he went. He just completely went. Dude, ar- that sucks. He countered. He went. He went around the bat on me, and I was like, "That's hilarious." But I, I get it. I get it. You know, we played this one Play way the win, whole man. time. He said, "Yep, yeah, played." That's what he did. That's what he did. You know, so uh, he made it up, and he got tied for seventh. Um, but I just, yeah, man, I want to make it to Sunday. You know, but whatever. In any case, at the very least, I, I know that like. 
not just not just based on that placement, but also based on who was there and based on like the casual sets I was playing and stuff. Like I I'm I'm pretty good at this game. Are I you feel climbing? like climbing? I'm climbing. Yeah. I'm yeah. climbing. Like I don't ever want to say I'm good at fighting games cuz yeah, there's always so much more to be good. but I think I'm good at Samurai Showdown. I just don't think I'm like good enough to be like in grand finals and I'm I'm not a good enough to be a top 8 level yet, but I think I'm good enough to like make it. So at Evo, close. do you feel confident that you will drag yourself out of pools? Mm, I don't know. Okay. If it makes it to another Evo, I hope so. Oh, that'd be sad. These are these are this is SNK this is SNK's second game. Yeah, all right. right. That's not the game people are paying the most attention to. All right. But at the end of the day, like, uh, yeah, I'm just gonna while it's alive, I'm gonna do what I can. It won't be alive forever. Mm. So while it's alive for now, I'm gonna do what I can. And that's why I'm like traveling and doing this stuff. Have you, you ever know? thought of because just... there's going to be a time limit hard on this game when it suddenly doesn't have any of this stuff? Have going you ever on. thought of going down to like a metal worker and like commissioning a fake trophy and then just lying? What's the point of that? Well, you would have it, and then you can lie to yourself. Okay, this is not to get all Ryu, but like <laughs> the trophy literally means nothing. Okay. Like, who actually gives a fuck? I like trophy. The payout means nothing. What? No. Dude, the cost of flying to Calgary and staying oh, in yeah, a hotel is higher than the money you're going to make for winning it. Yeah, that's why you got to win it. Who cares if you win? Like, it couldn't actually mean less. Well, you can less. use the winning money to get yourself a trophy. You know, there's, 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 there's pop bonuses sometimes that might, you know, be a huge, a huge, like, uh, incentive the other way and stuff. But in the cases of these events I'm flying out to, the cost of going there is always higher. Oh, than sure. The, than I'm just saying sometimes things are just as good when you just get them. Um, so yeah, I'm just, I'm just trying to do my best. Uh, Wooly, why doesn't this count as you saying you're going to take it serious slash go pro? Going pro in my brain means trying to get sponsored. Going pro is like that make a living, making right? making it my, your career, right? Yeah. The term going pro is so absurdly far from what I think I'm doing right Wait, now. Wait, Willie, are you not a pro gamer? <laughs> That's funny, right? <laughs> I'm a I'm, I'm a professional uh, 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 talker over yeah. video games, and I, I'm professional at at uh, uh, bumbling and like not delivering quality pro bumbler g- game gameplay. Right, but the idea of going pro in your head versus what it actually oh, means like, in so, this context, like you're is not, very divorced. You're not calling up Razor right? and being like, "Hey, man, sponsor my yo, trips. get my jersey with with my my tag on the back, and then all these sponsorships and whatnot." Yeah. Like that's in, that's so far from yeah. what I'm doing. I'm entering a free for all event, right? I'm going to where these events are happening, and like I know that from just playing it in your in your house with your friends or online. And then, like, I know there's a huge gap, there's a huge difference, a gulf between that spot and going to these events, right? And even. Well, there's a spot in the middle, which is the meetups. Yes, 
right? And even traveling, I know. Yeah. But what you might not see is that the difference between what that spot I'm describing and then actually being a professional, like, fighting game player yeah. is also a massive chasm. Oh, yeah, it's a chasm. But you can't see that one. You just see the one where I'm traveling to the events and you think that might mean going pro. Yeah. Which it's not. So I'm sorry to say that's just not the case, guys. It's not like, a very pro gamer move, Wooly. <laughs> right? I hope that makes some sense, right? Um, playing on a professional level. Yeah, it, there's a huge there's a, there's a huge difference so between the two. So it's it's tough to explain, but from 1 to 95% feels about the same distance as from 95 to 100%. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the hardest part to to get across when like people are really excited when you're on stream and they're like, "Man, I hope you make it." I I got like, just good enough at third strike. To understand just how far away I was, like, like you know, when the I, end result is binary, yeah, right. The end result is binary, but there's just no words to describe how much the difficulty from ninety five to ninety six is there is compared a, to one to there 95. is a reason that the the dumb anime line of you are like X years too early to defeat me actually yeah, resonates. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah because you, know. you feel it. Um and I mean like I can break down why I think the opening second of my match against that top seated player resulted in me getting a massive like 25 or 30 percent damage counter yeah i ate a huge huge counter from him right off the bat Mm -hmm. uh but the point but it doesn't matter the point is is that like he was able to like make a hard assessment on what type of player he thought i was and he was correct yeah you know and that's the part that takes time yeah it's and it's based off like looking at you looking at the one seconds worth of whatever and then just right feel and I just guess, like, yeah like you you see them how they play for a round you watch how they play a couple other games and you go okay he tends to do this yeah. and he likes to do that and that fits him into this category of player right yeah whether that means you're always rushing in and attacking yeah. whether that means you're standing back and blocking a lot or whether it means you are uh playing somewhere in between right yeah. are you the kind of person that will take a lot of risks or are you the kind of person that'll be more safe and conservative? It's like poker, right? Yeah. Uh, and so making an assessment on what you kind of, what the kind of player you think you're fighting and being right is huge payoff, especially in this kind of game. Um, so it reminds me of back in the day. There's a scrub level equivalent of this feeling, and it is back when you were playing with your dumb buddies in alpha or whatever, and it's the final round. And your buddy has full meter, and you're like, he's going to do a fucking level three super the instant the fucking round starts. The fucking millisecond. And you jump, and sure enough, that shit goes right underneath you because you were right. Mm -hmm. And then you, you get a huge lead right away. Oh, yeah. Or, or like, like it's, it's just hilarious. I mean, so that, there's an entire, there's an entire, like, (laughs) Uh, uh, thought process you put towards like um, desperation. Yeah. Right? Because you can see as someone gets lower and lower in their life how they'll increasingly be willing to take a a big risk and throw something crazy out there. Yeah. And uh, 
in this game, like I said, there's massive rewards for it. So yeah, especially in Sam's show, right? So when you read the exact moment that the person panics, in some cases, it'll be the moment the life bar turns from green into orange, which means you're about to die. Yeah. Right. Um, and that's this is the point where soul stealing that I referred to earlier yeah. comes into play because that's the moment where someone goes, oh, no, and then hits the burst and you go, that's when I'm going to grab it because I knew you were going to do it right there. Yeah. Right. So uh, anyway, um, yes, that was jargon free. It was. <laughs> okay. I, I was listening and I'm like noticing that you were you're explicitly avoiding you said hard assessments and I'm like, oh oh you. Well a burst is what happens when you get the guy off of you yeah. for free once. I don't know, I felt the context clues helped that. I hope so. Um Don't worry, Wooly. Riot's gonna make a big fighting game with the League of Legends Mobers characters, and then everyone will play fighting games. You know, I said that as a joke, and then I'm like, no, that's a real possibility. Yeah. Who knows? They can handle this any way they want to. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, so yeah, that was really funny. That's how it went. But in the, all in all, I had a lot of fun, and I'm glad that I was able to get an accurate uh, gauge for uh, where I guess I'm at mm-hmm. at the moment. In terms of uh, Sam show, do you get the feeling that like a couple months ago you'd have just died instantly? Oh, I know because okay. I enter. I also enter like uh, online weeklies. Okay, and those same killers are present in the online weeklies. Oh yeah, so you get to see how far you go. You know, um, it, it's all yeah, and and there's just there's just like I take notes on every little new thing that I that's relevant that I that I notice, and like that page went from. Like a couple of bullets under every character's name, yeah. To now being a humongous scrolling, yeah. Note, right. So like my 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 Darley Lab page uh, is like tripled, if not quadrupled yeah. in size. So that means that's how many more things I'm thinking about in each matchup. It's actually interesting to see like the versioning over time of the document, yeah. Because it literally is a physical like representation of like. How much your brain is trying to? Because it goes from something simple like "don't jump in on blank," yeah, to not under this situation, to every to every other thing, small right? variable, yeah, and then it becomes like you can jump in after this, but not after that, and then if you see this, then absolutely jump in, but then try to fake it sometimes, yeah, which gets way more complex than just "don't jump in," yeah, you know. Anyway, so um. Oh, I love fighting games. I love them too. I really Man, do. Arc System Works has completely replaced Capcom in my heart, and I think that's sad, but they deserve it. Because I just said, man, fighting games are good, and I like them, and my brain went to being excited for Guilty Gear and Grand Blue Fantasy. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm glad you brought that up. Two things about that. One, uh, it's interesting because uh, Capcom didn't, uh, rather, Ona did an interview recently with uh, Eurogamer. In which they brought up the fact that Capcom's currently not the main fighting game yeah. people right now. 
And he kind of said, well, the, 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 the way they're looking at it is like, yeah, but Street Fighter still Street Fighter. Yeah. And we're thinking long term here. Sure. Right. People came and asked him about Dragon Ball when that was coming out last year. And he's like, that's not necessarily what people are bringing up now. Yeah. Right. People are now bringing up like Mortal Kombat being the thing. Yeah. But he's like, so he's like, we're in it for the long haul. And Street you know, Fighter is going to be Street Fighter go. until they and, massively fuck and it up. And to be fair, he's not wrong about that, you know. But like if it does end up in... Like it would have to have multiple entries of like bad, yeah, for the the for the the tide to turn. Yeah. It would have to go through the equivalent of what Mortal Kombat went through, which was like five bad games in Three. a row, four. Well, okay, wait, where we start? We're starting with MK versus DC, and we're working backwards through the three the trilogy. Okay, because I went I went forward and I started at four, five. Six, seven, eight. That's five games. Because DC was one of them. Well, yeah, you're pretty much there. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Like, MK9 is the, the thing where it goes from good. three to nine, man. But, like, but like the quality <laughs> drop between, like, four and Deadly Alliance was even further. Yeah. So... And there was a, you know, anyway. What? Man, that first cutscene, Deadly Alliance, is pretty good, though. They kill Liu Kang. Oh, man. The point is, crazy. there was there was three or four bad Mortal Kombat games in a row, and uh, that just completely turned the top. It made everyone feel the way they feel about Terminator as a franchise. Oh, man. Right? Good poll. Terminator currently sitting on the shelf, probably forever. But never, nothing's forever. Yeah. Right. Everything comes back after a decade or two. The interview in which but, the guy talks about how Terminator's a dead franchise because it's they've ruined it so thoroughly ends with him saying, yeah, well, they'll probably reboot it in another five years or something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and you're mm-hmm. like, how is it dead? That's not... Yeah. What the fuck? Because the people who buy it and the, the licenses get passed around and then the IP gets passed around and then whoever buys it next goes, okay, I've got it now. <laughs> Time to do it, you know, and We're it's like do it. if McG couldn't do it, then how are you supposed to do it, right? The worst part is I'm hearing Dark Fate isn't even that bad compared to all the other clunkers. Yeah, but it's still like no T two, no one. Yeah, and unfor- unfortunately, that's the problem with the franchise. It's you're competing against one of the greatest movies ever made, and you're there, and you're trying to recreate them. You're not gonna do it, you know. So, anyway. Um, and you know, to, for its, yeah, for its credit, people are pointing out that Salvation did was the only one that didn't just try to recreate. Yeah, it was weird. The others it was definitely weird, but it was still awful and stupid. Yeah. Anyway, um, I'll never forget you losing your mind at that valve, the fucking valve handle in the Terminator factory, or the power of love. Yeah, yeah, well, the power of love too. You know, or the clothing. Yeah, on the T one hundreds. You know, whatever. Don't worry about <laughs> so it. So the uh, so yeah, all that to say that um, you know that's the kind of case Street Fighter's in. But you brought up Grand Blue Fantasy Versus, and once I was out of Sam Show, uh, I just sat down at that booth, yeah, and I played Grand Blue for the rest of the weekend, yeah. And I have a very now I really really get how that game is going to play out. And uh, I had some really good sets with uh, Esteban, who was on my stream yesterday. And is uh, that a good video game? Yeah, Grand Blue Fantasy Versus is a lot of fun. Um, there's a lot of uh, details it has that are 
a kind of crossing over into like, okay, you can do normal inputs, right? To do, you can do like a quarter circle forward motion to do your fireball. Yeah. Or you can just press forward and fireball button. Really? Forward and special button. Uh huh. But if you do the version that is, uh, if, like there's a cooldown after you do it. Yeah. Right? So if you do the the input where you do uh, quarter circle forward and punch, uh, that version all uh, r- the cooldown is much quicker than if you were to use the shortcut button to do forward plus fireball. That this, one. This is like splitting the difference between like a regular fighting game and like Smash. It is. Right. That's fan. That's fascinating. So you know how we, we, they announced Terry Bogart earlier today. Yeah. And showed off that you can do inputs to do better versions of his moves just like Ryu and Ken just like yeah. Ryu and Ken it's like that yeah. right but the in here it's not better in terms of the damage it does or its application you'll be able to use it more often yeah it's that you get more frequent usage of it exactly there are situations that even people that are pretty good at execution might want to go oh fuck and just hit the shortcut uh i i found a couple of those because right? there're situations you just can't do so the motion. The, the perfect example of that is uh, a dragon punch. Yeah. Right? Like, um, it doesn't matter how good you are at throwing out that dragon punch. Like, having to not... to having Seeing someone in the air and immediately being able to press a shortcut for it is just a more solid way to play. It's faster. It's a more solid... It's a reactionary move, right? Yeah. So there's moves where you don't have to react because it's a part of your offense. Yeah. So throwing out a Hadouken is going to be a part yeah. of your offense. You don't have to think about what they're doing as much when you're looking uh, at them while you're throwing it out. But you're going to do a Shoryuken when they jump in at you. Yeah. So having a one button to do that makes you a better player. You know? Yeah. So it's it's an interesting way that they've given you both options here. And, uh, and if instead you use that Shoryuken to catch their anti-air as a read, you'll have it back very quickly instead of your react. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's, hey. Yeah. Oh, these Dark System Works people. Right. Very cool. Um, also, there's a move that Lancelot has, who I, I main Lancelot for now. I have to see what the rest of the cast is going to be like. A look at but uh, he's a really fast, pretty boy. He's He's a little... Grand blue Lancelot. He's a handsome, handsome man with twin fangs, as they say. Oh, that's a hot man. He's a very hot man. And uh, he has a move that's forward, forward punch. Uh Uh-huh. But I want to run sometimes and then get a jab afterwards. Which is the same motion. (sighs) So that's no good. So when I want to get that move out, I don't do forward, forward punch. I just do the shortcut. Okay. You know? Um... And what and then the last uh, thing I can think of that like makes it also different is let's say you land a big bread and butter on somebody, yeah. right? So your bread and butter is your standard combo, right? Just so bing bang boom, you land your uh, your uh, light, medium, heavy attack, and then you do uh, a big fireball, sure. right? So you've used the fireball already; it's still on cooldown. They get back up. You're trying to hit them a second time, right? You land a second hit when they get back up. You do like light, medium, heavy, but you don't have that fireball again. Right. So you have to find a different thing to end that combo. So there's going to be bread and butters, but your enders are going to vary around what you've got. Or you're going to have to do a different series of buttons to stall for time. Oh, less damage, make it longer. And then get That's that. interesting. So there's a, mo- there's a couple moments in there where I'm like literally kind of playing for time to get my move back. 
as opposed to just trying to keep uh, you oppressed. Yeah. By putting by making you block what I'm doing, you know, it, it, it's so it's 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 weird and different in that Go way. Go for a reset, not because you want the extra scaling, but because you want more time. A hundred percent. That's exactly the application. Okay. Right. So that that's uh, weird. Oh so, man. So the the what what the the reset there? What you're describing is basically you're lending light medium. And then instead of going into heavy and then fireball, you drop I go the combo. light medium and then I stop. And then you're you are like, oh, I'm getting hit, so I'm not going to do anything yeah. mentally. And then I go, ah, I'm going to restart the combo again and go light, medium, heavy, fireball because like you were not paying attention at that moment where I stopped pressing. So the buttons. I, I so I, re- to, I reset the combo. I have to find out how this works with grapples, like with command grabs. Well, are they on timers as well? Uh, well, there's one char- the character in the game that has a command grab uh, is it's his unique button. So there's like light, medium, heavy, and then unique. Okay. And it's it's that unique. You get as many as you want. Oh, so the command grab is a button. It's a button. Okay. And there's another big character that's coming in that also has way uh, to democratize grapplers. But there's going to be another character that has it on a cooldown as well. So, but I haven't seen the application. Everybody yet. gets to know the fear now. Yeah, but then again, did you did you touch injustice at all? I did not touch injustice. Injustice one has Solomon Grundy, and he, he I ha- did. Oh, no, I did play Injustice one. Yeah, yeah, because he had a grapple button. Yeah, it was and, weird. I loved it. It was so weird. It was. I, it, was it threw me for it a was loop. Beautiful. <laughs> it was so fun. So um, anyway. Uh, that's that's kind of what's interesting and like yeah like I had a lot of fun getting used to the ins and outs of of how that works. When you build up super meter, it it's only used for your super. There's no other thing that takes your meter away, right? Um, I like that. I like that a lot actually mm-hmm. because ex moves right the the better Hadouken and all that are just going to be like extra cooldown. Yeah. Okay. That's all. Yeah. You, you 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 don't get it as often, you know? Um and then after you use one of your supers, all of your abilities are on cooldown. So you have to really like calm down, you know? That's a really good variation of a comeback mechanic. Like I did my super, I I fucking kicked your ass. You're you're suffering a lot of damage. I got a big life lead. But the game is literally going to tell me, okay, fucking chill you, you, for a second. You used, you used it. You did it. Now, <laughs> now you, now you, everything has to recoup. Yeah. yeah. So, so they they found a way to cleverly implement like um, MOBA cooldown. Yeah. Into a fight. It's game. interesting because this is. I mean, it's obviously like a phone game with the RPGs and the gatches, and that there's a big chasm between those people and fight games. So it's interesting to see them taking like all sorts. Of, every fighting game that Arxis has put out in the past like five years has had something in it, some experiment to be like, let's see if we can get people uh, make that a little yeah. easier to get. Yeah, in and here. they're all, they're trying, and they rotate them around. They're trying stuff out, and you know what? Like they should be trying stuff out because uh, it is a genre that ha- that needs improvement. So like excuse me I'm happy to see that they're trying things because like at the same time if they stayed the same like we would be happy to just play CVS2 forever <laughs> but like there's no growth there there's yeah. no growth there at all and like the stuff that I try to do 
every time I try to, you know, uh, 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 bring an audience into uh, like into fighting games and through whether it's through fucking fighterpedia or scrub lords or yeah. fisticuffs or get into fighting games now like every time i try to do this like if there's nothing for them to land on you know what i mean there's yeah. no net for them to land on they're just gonna jump into god knows the what. the ultimate proof will be the fighting game that friend of the show eli plague of gripes gets way into yeah because if Eli can get through his mind goblins about inputs and shit mm-hmm. to and to like enjoy something for even one second, that is an accomplishment. What'll also be interesting is seeing the adventure mode where there's a side scrolling beat 'em up sort yeah, of aspect to grab the fantasy Force versus resurrects from the dead. Yeah. But with RPG elements, well okay, well I don't know how to use that word properly. <laughs> So no, I'm, you're right. I second guess myself RPG every elements. time. Yeah. But yeah. Um, just like air guys. Sure. With uh, Let me just, instead of saying that, let me just say with leveling up and stats and possibly items and, and such, you know. Uh, so uh, the one thing that I will say that I am uh, concerned about is that. Uh, so you can learn one character and thus learn uh, a lot of them because okay. they're all very similar. In that sounds like Dragon Ball, a, a bit, a bit, but not as much. But as not Dragon. as much. Not as much. Well, no, almost the same actually. Yeah, because not like thinking about it, right? Like when you get when you land a a, a a light attack, like the thing to do is going to be light, medium, heavy, and then you're special, right? Right, and you're not going to have a ton of variety on that. Sounds like a a system built to have a game with a fucking giant roster. Perhaps, right? Grand Blue has a... I mean, it's got a way bigger roster than you could fit into a fighting game. So, like, at the end of Dragon Ball, you still have, like, people doing not auto combos. They're doing, like, extended... Dumb bullshit, yeah. Yeah, uh, customized stuff. And here, you're pretty much getting, like, the string. You know, the, you're getting the the combo that works, that does damage that you're used to, when and you're trying to continuously land that in different scenarios. And like again, there's some things you can do to switch it up or stall for time, like I mentioned earlier. But for the most part, you're getting A, B, C, one, two, three. You know, like yeah. you're getting a a a, a set uh, a string, a set a set combo once people attack, and and that is gonna kind of. Well, fighting game players want more variety than that. Um, so that's something we'll have to see how it shapes up. But right now, that's the main thing about it that I'd say is like a little bit worrying is just that like it's very clear what your character's main combo is and it's and what they're supposed to do. And that's the combo you're going to do, you know. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, so, you know, that, that was Grand Blue Fantasy Versus. And then beyond that, I guess it's just uh, Canada Cup in general. Um, yeah, since it was back in Calgary, it was much tinier this, this year and, and, uh, you know, didn't have as many attendees as they usually do, but they still had, um, uh, the, the tournaments all ran pretty smoothly, you know, um, things like, I think Friday there was like a delay on getting some setups, but like once, once they arrived, everything was pretty clear. Uh, and yeah, uh, there was a lot of, you know, no names, a lot of top American and Japanese players and yeah. international players out there as well. So it was Enjoying pretty. Scenic Calgary. Yeah, uh, it was pretty. 
uh, cool to just kind of like, you know, hang out yeah. with a bunch of those folks and like watch them play I mean, some really great games. These journeys are just fighting game conventions. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. And uh, it was also in a casino, so got to play some games. I learned the ways of Baccarat. I don't know what the fuck Baccarat is. Baccarat is really, honestly, it's just, oh, it's, it's like an even simpler version of Blackjack because you have no control over it, right? Baccarat is a fact. So does that just make it a slot machine with cards? It's like Baccarat is like there's player, there's three things you can bet on, player, banker, and tie. Yeah. And player, the, 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 the dealer flips two cards. Yeah. And then for the player, then the dealer flips two cards for the banker. Yeah. And then you add the numbers up and whatever the second digit is, is the number that you have. That's it? That's it. Jesus. Now, the only thing is there's a, that's the simplicity of it. There's an, there's a complicated extra factor, which is depending on how low the number is for for either, they can draw a third card. Sure. And then you add that together, right? And if obviously it's a face card, it's worth zero. So you just add the numbers you see, you know, um, and then you can bet on it being a tie. So that's that's it's it, you know, and like so that third card rule is what makes it slightly in the dealer's favor because yeah. otherwise it would just be a raw fifty. Well, it's got to be in the dealer's favor, yeah. Man. And it sounds like a raw fifty-fifty until you add that factor, and then it becomes a forty-nine or a forty-eight to fifty-two type of yeah. thing. And whatever it is, it, your fucking money disappears. I'll tell you what. <laughs> like, so, yeah. And Where'd it, my money go? And even though it, it, it all ends up being kind of the same, you like games where you feel like you have more control over it? Yeah. So Blackjack is always, like, something that, you know. I like Blackjack. Craps is also a really high statistic uh, winner for yeah. you because the dealer gets uh, lo- lo- the house gets less of an advantage there. But and, and craps is also really fun because I think I talked about it on the podcast before. But everybody wins together. Yeah, you know, um, unless you decide to bet against everybody, in which case they all lose and you win. So you can do that too. Yeah, but it's a co-op game. So, um, yeah, you know, I had some like some of the best full. I've ever had in my life out there. Yeah. Uh, That's really not what I would have expected out of, like, the prairies, honestly. They had amazing uh, Tonkinese soup. And, uh, yeah, I guess just, you know, congrats to Jimmy on seventh place. Congrats to Flux Waves for getting second in Mortal Kombat. And uh, yay me for getting a ninth. Top ten. (laughs) <laughs> top eight's the real term that matters, but I suppose it is top ten. Yeah, top sure. ten. Sure. Um, anyway, so that was fighting games. And uh, I guess... Oh, yeah. Um, and then outside of that, uh, there's... Uh, so just... Yeah, there's going to be more uh, as far as what's going up on uh, my channel... Um, there's going to be more Indivisible. Uh, I've hit the credits on Astral Chain. Yeah. Right. So Astral Chain is finished. And How do you like that last hit, that last sequence against the final boss? It was rad, and then I immediately got pumped down. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh. I, I was super awesome, but then I was pumped down that that's where it cut. Ah, uh, okay. I, I didn't want it to cut there. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, uh, basically for me, 
Uh, I'm, I, yeah, I, I don't feel the same way. I feel that uh, this is a, a strong platinum game, but I don't think it's their best. Okay, you know that's that's where it lands for me, and uh, I respect the shit out of how ambitious it is because it does a lot of things that they've never done before. Yeah, a, while, like a lot while retreading a bunch of what they're familiar with. And so, like, I I get that this is like, okay, we're going to give it a first try, see how it goes, you know, and some of it landed, some of it didn't. But in the end, it's still definitely something that I would recommend people pick up and play. It's interesting because at the point that you're at once you beat it, the game turns into a way more straightforward action game Mm -hmm. in that there appears to be just as much, if not more, content of just straight levels. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, it the in the post game mm-hmm. than there is in the in the prior. Of all the platinum games that are out there, I would say that this one has the highest chance of people bouncing off of it compared to others. If it's not like if it has thin, well bouncing what, off, it's a fun term because most people just look at a platinum game and don't buy it. Right, but but <laughs> I, but I mean that like uh, the the way it starts out. And yeah, I spo- it starts out weird. Yeah, and I st- and I spoke to a couple people this weekend who who reflected that. Two- oh no, I spoke to people as well. And they, you know, they, I, I I even spoke to somebody, and she was like, uh, "Is this game fun?" Yeah, I'm like just just beat the second level. Yeah, and then they did, and they were like, "Oh yeah." But there will be some people that are just like, "I don't want to clean up this gunk. I don't want to go throw <laughs> these cans out. I don't want to do these dumb side missions." You know, like some people will just be like, "Not about that at yeah. all." You know, uh, uh, and some people will just be like, "This combat is, I can't follow it." You know, so yeah. it has the highest chance of people possibly being like, "This is not for me." But uh, if it is for you, then it's it, it is quite good. But it's it's not their best. It has uh, some flaws, you know. But yeah, um, still a. a Definite for the Switch library, you want that. Yeah, you want that in yeah, your in yeah, your good. in your downloads. Um, definitely has the most content of a platinum game. Oh yeah, near is pretty high, but yeah. this probably yeah this probably edges it out. Yeah, maybe I, yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, maybe. Well, anyway. Um, so, uh, yeah, that'll be, that'll be wrapping up, um, this week actually. So you can, uh, tune in for the explosive finale. Um, really cool parts of that final boss fight that I liked a lot. Same parts that final boss is super stupid. Yes. (laughs) It's like, it's, uh, and then, um, like many platinum bosses. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, Indivisible continues, of course, and I can't remember the last time a game threw parties members at you so quick and so liberally. Even in the short time I played, that was probably my favorite thing about it. It's it doesn't stop. How many are there? Do you know? Oh God, I have two. I have almost two pages of characters now. Like it's so many. I don't know how many are there in total, but like. I'm getting those like Chrono Cross vibes of just yeah. like here's another one. CC is the last game that I can think of that uh, that felt that way. Here's but, another but it one. Did, it didn't give them to you as fast, you know. And then there's and then there's the ones where you don't get them right away, but they show up. And you see they have a portrait. Yep. And you're like, oh. And so that even so that has happened like two or three times now where it's like someone has shown up and it's like, oh okay, yep, I see you. There you are, and then they're like, "Yeah, uh, I'll catch you guys later. I got my own shit to do." And you're like, "Fuck," <laughs> you know. Uh, Naga Rider jumped in, did his thing, and then peaced out. And I'm like, "God damn it!" 
You know? Oh, really? Yeah. I would have been so pissed if I was still playing and that happened because he's he was the he's the one I it's, want. It's not it's not the time yet. <sighs> Now's not the time. You know. So um, yeah, that continues and uh, traversal is is you know getting a lot of options, a lot of fun stuff. I'm uh, continuing to really have a lot of fun with it. So uh, that can that's over on Willy Versus, of course. Again, I'm gonna be starting new stuff too to cycle in what's going on. Gonna try to figure out how to handle like like we were talking about like considering things like Disco Elysium and whatnot. Hey, Willy. You want to hear something really funny? Mm-hmm. This week features the two games most likely to kill LP slash stream footage time. Disco Elysium and Death Stranding. Yep. Which from all... I, I was recently on the Level Clear podcast, which you should check out, which I spoke to Tough, mm-hmm. a man who played, beat, and reviewed Death Stranding mm-hmm. as fantastic. Mm-hmm. And everything he said about it was like, boy... My stream on Friday is going to be boring as shit, huh? Mm. <laughs> like, just takes about five to ten hours to, you know, really get into the, the heart of it. And it's like, yeah, fuck! that's, that's going to be interesting. Oh, man. Like, uh, we'll get we'll get into that a little bit later on the docket. But, um, yeah, that is that is also dropping this week. <laughs> uh, I was going to bring up the fact that uh, yesterday... Uh, I had a really good time. We we did uh, get into fighting games. Um, Jimmy Bones came over with Reggie, and I had uh, one Esteban from uh, Hold Back to Block from uh, NoClip, and um, you know, Ooh, excuse me, fighting game documentarian did the spooky documentary. Yeah, did a bunch of other stuff, um, and is uh, currently working on a feature length KI documentary as well uh, for Killer Instinct. So that's very cool. He. Uh, came in and we did uh, get into Vampire Savior, aka Darkstalkers, mm-hmm. and so that th- like Darkstalkers as a fighting game has always been like Virtual Fighter for 2D. So I what fucking this, hate Darkstalkers. So what this means is um, <laughs> Virtual Fighter is is everyone knows it's a really technical, complicated game. It's above your level of understanding. It's above your pay grade, and people who play it are in Mensa. So. Uh, <laughs> so Darkstalkers is like Capcom's first hyper game. Yeah. Before the Marvel versus before Capcom BS. series, before yeah. the versus series. So this is them just going ape shit with no understanding of what the rules even should be. And this game is full of so much bullshit that it is, this is the, this is, this is Daigo. Daigo came from, like Daigo's origins yeah. were with this game. Sako, Haitani, these really great Japanese players came from this game. They're they're huge on it because it's full. Like everyone in the cast, even the worst characters, have bullshit. You know, um, and the systems are just they're twenty years old and they're confusing and just or thirty twenty or thirty however old they are. You know, at this point, I think it's twenty. So. Um, it's gotta be right. And I'll Not give that old. And just on a, on just to give you a taste of how obtuse fighting games used to be with games like Darkstalkers, right? Uh, okay, so hey, Wooly, mm-hmm. you don't know what it used to be like back in Monster Hunter Two. You don't know what it used to be like. <laughs> so if you were playing Vampire Savior, uh, 
and you want to do a push block, right? Yeah. Push block is someone hits you and then you knock them away from you so that they go back midway. Get the through, fuck off to, me, bitch. Right. In the, they, they back up about midway from, uh, from the screen from yeah. where you are so that you can like take a breather, you know? In a lot of Marvel versus Capcom games, you just have to hit two punches. It's very easy. While you're blocking, right? Um, in this game, <laughs> while you're blocking, you have to hit... Uh, okay, so you have to hit buttons, yeah. right? The first two buttons you hit do nothing. All right. Doesn't matter what two buttons you hit, they do nothing. The third button you hit has a 25% chance... Fuck off. Go fuck yourself. Probability of pushing the person back. Go fuck yourself. The fourth button you hit has a 50% chance. The fifth button you hit has a 75% chance. And the sixth button you hit has a 100% chance of push blocking and pushing the person back. On every... Six buttons in block stun is a lot. Yes, it is. But I'm not done. (sighs) The button you end on slash the button that causes it. Because you don't know which of those inputs. So if uh, if six buttons means 100%, that means if you do if you input six buttons, yeah. brr, brr, all six, that means you're going to get it 100% of the time. Sure. But you might get it as on soon the first as one. the third. No, no, no. no, no the third uh, as soon as the third button. Okay. Right? The button that you get it on, whether that's light, medium or heavy pushes them back a little bit oh my god a bit more or a whole lot that's nonsense that's fucking nonsense so you actually have this complete rng probability based push block system how far they're gonna go if they're gonna go and because the game is so fast and unforgiving you need people to get off of you constantly so you're always mashing buttons when you're in block stun and, and that always means, going variable distances and they're going variable distances oh my god that's dumb it's crazy that's that's awful that's le- oh my god now because this is what you're thinking of doing whenever someone like touches you and gets in on you right uh there's a thing you can do in fighting games called a shimmy right and what a shimmy is is where you walk in and you pretend you're gonna like hit them and then you back up a little bit yeah and then they panic and they do something right yeah so like they'll try to throw you for example or and they'll try to do fuck them up or they try to do an uppercut and you just go like whoop right i walked in and i walked out it's a little wiggle right the little wiggle exactly yeah. right and uh, so if you do a shimmy in this game where you walk in like you're going to hit them and then you walk out and they were thinking about mashing buttons. Oh, they'll just throw bullshit. <laughs> they start. They, they literally just start mashing and you didn't do anything and then they die. You know, So it's really, really, really hard to get good at this game. And it's really brutal. Because it's so old and archaic. And that's the kind of nonsense that we got up to yesterday. Um, so if you want to... That have- sounds fucked up and explains why I hate Darkstalkers. Because I played some Darkstalkers and every time I touched it, I'd come away bruised and confused. There's infinite bar in that game, which means you can get up to level 99. Oh. It doesn't even matter. And you can get up to level 99 super bar. And uh, everything, nothing freezes the screen. Everything just happens right away. 
Oh man. It's so Freeze the fucking screen, please. Yeah, people are saying loot blocks. Exactly. <laughs> like it's super brutal with that too. So anyway, um if you just want to get a taste of that nonsense and uh all of it is explained to me and the guys for the first time by Esteban on the stream. So like right along with oh, us. Oh, you weren't familiar with this nonsense? At all. I didn't oh, yeah. know any of this stuff and we were introduced to it. So come for a ride through this nonsense journey to the past with us on Get Into Fighting Games Vampire Savior, uh, which is going to be – which is up on the, the my Twitch on Wooly Versus and you can check it out on the YouTube as well. Uh, boy. Older Boy, fighting, we've come a long older way. Older fighting games were aggressive in their levels of obfuscation. Like, it was always on this level of, like, it's not like, oh, it's a hidden secret for people to discover. It's like, we don't want anyone to ever figure this out. I mean, they would give you some things, but, like, it came from, like, hey, a fireball is a secret in Street yeah. Fighter 1. Yeah. So once that became common knowledge, what's the next level of secrecy? Let's dive it deep. You know? And a game like that, there's so much secrecy. My favorite ever, ever, is did you know that when you do Shingo Super in 98, there's like a one in a million chance that there will be a single spark He'll that get comes a little off bit of fire, and it will just kill the opponent? Uh, I don't know about that. Oh. No, I don't think the damage thing. Oh, it doesn't change the damage? I don't think the damage thing is oh, real. Oh, man. But there's a chance that you'll see fire. I remember hearing about that, yeah. Um, yeah, man. It's all about the... It was... Because these games... Here's what you have to remember. Like, they made money are based on those secrets. Yeah. Right? Like, that was marketing. So, people whispering about what you might see or so what someone might be able to do in this game that you have to pay a quarter to play... Yeah. ...led to massive profit. That's what Mortal Kombat built its empire on. You know? Uh, on on BM <laughs> built an empire on BM. Um, it's funny how that got commonized as as bad manners because to me BMs just meant bowel movements. Yeah, but anyway, uh, I'm gonna blame League of Legends for that one. That feels like a league thing. Feels like a British thing. I don't know having bad manners. That does yeah. feel like a British thing. Suck it. Uh, anyway, so like, um, da, 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 talked about that, talked about VSAV, that's on the thing. Yeah, we're, that's about, that's about all yeah, I have okay. that's interesting to say. Hey, where do people check your crap out, man? I said it a couple times. Say it again, fuck it. Wooly versus. There you go. That's what I'm trying to do. Yeah, that's good. Uh, let's take a quick word from let's our sponsor. Let's take a quick word from our sponsor, thank you. Mm-hmm. This week, Castle Super Beast is sponsored by. We've got a couple here. A new sponsor, uh, Columbia College. Really? Columbia College. Uh, Truition is uh, what they have. So, with Truition at Columbia College, education is one low price, no fees, no book costs, no surprises. Don't play games without with, with getting your education. Uh, Truition basically is a. Uh, Something they have that lets you budget the true cost of college. They've eliminated all fees from application to graduation. Okay. Uh, they provide e-textbooks at no charge. So e-texts really? can highlight important sections of uh, uh, of your books that you need to study with and add personal notes from the material. You can convert them to audiobooks as well, so you can listen to them on the go. 
Um, tuition is for all undergraduate and graduate students taking classes online or in the evening at any of the 30 plus locations. Um, yeah, Columbia College. You've heard the name. Mm-hmm. Founded in 1851. They've been accredited for more than 100 years. There's eight-week classes held year-round so you can earn a degree quickly. And their mission is to improve lives by making college affordable. That's tuition. That's Thank the you. truth. So uh, you can apply today at uh, mytruition.com slash superbeast. That's mytruition.com slash superbeast. Thank you. Thanks, Columbia College. Um, I have a question for you. Yes. I never understood taking notes in books, like highlighting the book part, because why don't they just fill the books with only in the, the important parts? Because sometimes there's smaller details that matter, and you need to know those details as you go into a particular case. But the core idea needs to be communicated, and that's what the highlight is for. I still don't get it. Okay. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. This is, a, this is something I've been tackling since I went to university. But it's we, like we talked about it with video games today, right? Like we talked about the part where like um, don't jump at this character yeah. is the highlight. And then you don't have to think about much else until – you're when you're facing that character, which might be a patient at a hospital. Yeah. In which case, it's like, okay, well, that don't jump turns into a lot of these finer little details. Yeah, but just remember all of it. But you can't remember all of it. There's a human limit to what your brain will internalize. But how? Abort this conversation. I'm only going to get dumber from here. The podcast is also sponsored by Raycon. All right, Con, what up? So when you do want to listen to them audio books and study and get smart, or when you want to listen to some music and or beach noises, which can be enjoyable, you can do ASMR as well. You want to do it without wires in the way. You want to do it without any of that old antiquated knock, knocks up in as, your pocket. As two people whose living rooms have been destroyed by wires, yeah. let me tell you. Having things that don't use wires is appreciated. <laughs> pretty pretty unhappy with a lot of wires in my life. So why have more, right, when you can have less? Less wires is good. And Raycon just released uh, their best model yet, the E25s. They're an improved uh, 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 wireless earphone. They have six hours of playtime, seamless Bluetooth pairing, more bass, more compact design, nice noise-isolating fit. And they're very, very comfortable, perfect for listening on the go or taking phone calls. So if you haven't tried wireless uh, headphones, you really need to get on those because they're just, again, you don't have to untangle. You, you, you don't realize how much that wire untangling and or the receiver bending yeah. and all these little things in your pocket. You know, hell, there's even there's phones that don't even have headphone slots anymore. Most phones, in fact. Yeah, some of them have converters you got to deal with. All that nonsense, get rid of it. You just hook up to the Bluetooth and you're good to go. Um, stylish and discreet. Nothing, no stems, no dongles, none of that. And uh, yeah, I've talked about before about how it's been a company founded by Ray J and celebrities like Snoop Dogg and such. And, uh, you know, I suggest you... Uh, pick up a pair, see what the hype is about, especially because they're cheaper 
than premium wireless headphones on the market. They're a lot more affordable with no sacrifice in quality. So if you want to get in there, now's the time to get the latest and greatest from Raycon. Get 15% off your order at buyraycon.com slash superbeast. That's buyraycon.com slash superbeast for 15% off Raycon wireless earbuds. Buyraycon.com slash superbeast. Thanks, Raycon. Thank you. Last but not least, we got to get real. How real do we need to get? As real as you can possibly get. Okay. We're going to talk about the state of your balls, Pat. I'm going to tell you right now, this conversation is not going to go the way you think it's going to go. Well, look. I don't know about you, but one thing we've 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 discussed quite a few times in the past is yeah. the nature of the undercarriage that's right and the suffering that comes from having your undercarriage flop about in fact from having it exist yeah it's not great yeah it's not great so what can you do to deal with the problems that come... Well, I mean, one of the solutions is you could... With ungroomed, wa- sweaty balls. You could walk off camera, grab the bottom of your ball sack, and flap it around to hit the air resistance mm-hmm. while people on here on stream literally hear your balls hit do like this. You could do that and bat-wing yourself. Bat-wing? Yes, that's a term Paige invented for when I do that. That's... So that's something. Yeah, it's bad. Uh, you can always try to find your way to a, a bathroom stall and pull your pants off and do cloud squats yeah. to try and air it out. Yeah. But that sucks. It's not great. It's not great. So that's why there's Manscaped. Um, Manscaped offers precision engineered tools for your family jewels. Uh, um, look, balls stink. You should trim them. You should groom them. You should take care of them. If your armpit smells bad, what do you do? You put on deodorant. Yeah. You take care of it, right? Other parts of your body smell bad, right? My balls don't smell. Okay. Well, a lot of people, it's a thing you need to worry about, so you should do something about it. And right? I'll, be, I'll be quite honest. There's not a whole lot for me to do. Um, I'm nearly, nearly full body hairless naturally. It's okay, fucking well, gross. It is. Paige mocks me constantly for my child hairless body. The point. The point is is ultimately that, like you know, you, even sometimes when like the underneath of the back of your knee, like the little your knee pit, you're like ah, it's getting gotta air that out, right? What? Or like when you are you ever like sit down for too long, and then you get up, and then you're just like, oh man, my ass is like swampy. Yeah, that's not good. No, right? That sucks. Um, and let's, and, and like, you want to get really real. We're kind of chunky, right? We're there's, not in there's, the, there's some creases where there shouldn't be. Those creases tend to get a little hot. Yeah. Right. You got to take care of that. All of get those post stream shower, get the creases out. All like of those face, all of those creases pale in comparison to how bad it gets down there when the ball stank starts yeah. to come out. So Manscaped is here. It's changing Save us from the this grooming fucking game. human nightmare. With the Perfect Package <laughs> 2.0. Inside the Perfect Package, you'll find an electric trimmer called the Lawnmower 
It's waterproof, skin-safe technology, protects you from nicking your sack. You can also create less mess by trimming in the shower. Uh, of course, let's not forget about the Crop Preserver. It's an anti-chafing ball deodorant. Are you fucking for real? Dead serious. Oh my goodness. And moisturizer. You'll find out in the box they sent you. I there. know, but Wooly gave me a fucking box over there, and he's like, it's use got, this on your balls. It's got ball deodorant in it, and it's got moisturizer. You already put deodorant on your armpits. Why not put deodorant on the smelliest part of your body? You know what's great about the ball deodorant? Once you've established that that's what your balls smell like, you just use that deodorant at random parts of the house and make family members think that you've rubbed your balls on things. Waft. Perfect Package 2.0 also includes anti-chafing performance boxer briefs that keep your package cool and smelling fresh all day. Guess what? What? I'm wearing them right now. How the hell? Yeah, how they go? How they doing? Hey. We Gucci. <laughs> we doing good. So... For on-the-go freshness, you'll love the crop, the crop Reviver Ball Toner Spray. These are fucking hilarious names for these things. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? <laughs> different uses, different purposes. Ultimately, at the end of the day, it's all about keeping it fresh. You know? Like a spring meadow. Yeah. You don't want to be in that state. Where we've come a long way from pointing a can of axe at your testicles. Indeed, we have. That's a bad idea. Don't do that. That's that's terrible. Never do that. Only villains do that. <laughs> but you don't want to be in that state where your life is in that place where when you sit down, you can even smell yourself a little bit. The, like, I if that happens, you need to get to a shower. That's don't let that happen to you. Yeah, don't let it happen. Right? Don't because become a walking yeast infection. The act of sitting down brings them closer to your nose, and then you go, oh no. Don't let it happen. It's time to get clean with the perfect package 2.0. Uh, get 20% off plus free shipping with the code SUPERBEAST on manscaped.com. Always use the right tools for the job. Your balls will thank you. Once again, that's 20% off plus free shipping with the code SUPERBEAST at manscaped.com You know what this whole story reminds me of? Thank no, you, Manscaped. Not, thank you, Manscaped. That, you know what this whole thing reminds me of? It reminds me of once when I was a young man and I was like, Christ, I must have been like 12. I was like, I was looking at my mom's razor in the shower and I'm like, how does that even work? That can't be no good like a man razor. And I'm like, I just put it on my leg and dragged like an inch. And sure enough, all the hair on my leg just zooped. Yeah. And then I had a fucking candy bar rectangle sized fucking gap of perfectly clear skin next to a bunch of hair. And I went, shit, maybe I can even it out. So my entire right leg is shaved, right? How'd that work out? And then I'm like, well, I gotta do the other one. Uh, what am I gonna just have one shaved leg? Everyone will notice. Everyone will notice. So I'm in gym class the next day because, of course, the next day is in gym class. And one of the kids just looks at me and just goes, Did you shave your fucking legs? No, of course not. That would be silly. Didn't and you? then I skipped the next gym class. You sure did. And no one was the wiser you until didn't. now. 
You didn't uh, have one of those schools where you could wear long shorts. Nah, it had to be had to be shorts and a t-shirt. Well, that's unfortunate. Um, news. Oh, hold on. I had I had two other things I wanted to talk about. Oh yeah, sure. Uh, how's Outer Worlds? Uh, great, but who cares? The near raid came out for fourteen. Not much to say other than I, I don't, you saw me send you the music. Yes, earlier. the music's fucking incredible. I would imagine, and in fact, I did hear that this is actual lore. It is super canon. Your hostile um, stage play somewhere in there. Uh, it stars two P. Uh, the Soul Calibur character. That's awesome. As your main, as your main point of contact, it also features Brown Spice. Uh, it also she's not. She is not. She is uh, exactly the same skin tone as Two B. Oh, they changed it. They didn't change it. it it's a something. It's apparently a quirk of the fucking Soul Calibur lighting engine, supposedly. But she was darker, and then in she the had black fan hair. Art. And in in game, she's like more tan or whatever the fuck. I don't know. I'm going off of what I've been told. What kind but of when you play fucking the, cowardice? When you play it, you're like. Mm. That is bullshit blazing. Yeah. Fuck yeah, that. Is. I like the fact that she had that little tan. I like the black hair and I like the white dress. Yeah, well. I wanted the brown spice. Yeah, well. That sucks. Oh, well. Um, okay. On the plus side, the Song of the Ancients is the boss theme in that thing. Mm-hmm. Like, And then there's the final boss, which I sent you a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I posted that track. It's called Way of the World Prelude because it has the Final Fantasy theme hidden in it. Um, because the uh, fucking final boss of that raid is a massive fuck spoiler, uh, which nobody really expected going in that there would be anything of that nature. Mm-hmm. In fact, I'm going to text Wooly right now. Uh, I, I, I was planning to like check out a... Uh Oh, a thing? A video of someone playing through it. Okay, well, you just check out my stream. It's like an hour. Okay. Um, but um, it goes... In, me and Clowns are talking about it. It goes in... I think it's in between Automata and Nier. Like... Oh. Um, and... Interesting. And, uh, the other thing is that... The part we all wanted to know more about. Yeah, the other thing is that, uh, they do something really cool that none of the other FF14 raids have done, is that once you've beaten it, it says, hey, go back into the raid with no enemies, no anything, just explore, just go look at stuff, go find, uh, text documents that you can read, and they even give you a little near automata menu system. That is like the automata UI, and it loads up the same and all sorts of cool Holy shit. Holy shit. Uh, they put so much goddamn work into it. Yoko? Uh, yes, Yoko worked on it. Okabe did the did the arrangement for the music, I think. And uh, one of the producers from Nier Automata also worked on it. It has resulted in something really weird, though, which is uh, everybody gets their Nier outfits. Everybody gets the 9S and uh, similar outfits. The 2B outfit is just straight up a drop at the end. Men and women can wear the 2B outfit. And the legs for the 2B outfit straight up give female characters bigger asses. 
Okay. Uh, because people have joked about a butt slider in 14 because everybody's super flat. Yeah. But the le- like your le- the, your body is actually part of the items you equip. Didn't I ask about this? I believe you might have. Uh, and when you equip the thighs associated with that, if you're playing a female character, you get a way bigger ass. And the thighs go with almost every single piece of gear in the entire game. That's because they're they're not the feet, they're not the chest, they're the legs. I like that. That's good. Um, That's very good. And it, it people are running that raid fucking 24-7. Because it's a 24-man raid and only three of those two be, uh, gear sets drop. And people are just fighting tooth and nail over it. It's fucking hilarious. Uh, I'm a fan of that. Very excited to see where this is going to go. Um, I have a stinking suspicion there will be near and Drakengard stuff. There was probably the wildest thing was there was a actual for real bug that happened the day of release in which a red dragon complaining about their lost love would load into the final boss fight. And everybody thought it was oh. a reference to Angelus. <laughs> And then they oh. immediately hotfixed it that day going, no, that's a real bug. That is a real mistake. And they broke down. That is an NPC from this quest line. The reason why it showed up is because we we swap items to, to load things they in. They had to explain the yeah, bug. Yeah, because no one would have believed it if they didn't give a real technical explanation because it was so on the money. So on the money. Holy shit. It was so ridiculous. Yeah. That is the most, like, that is really unfortunate because, like, even hearing that, I'm like, wait, we're going back there? Yeah. We're going back there. Okay. On the other hand, on the other side of things, I brought an Xbox controller. You, everybody's familiar with this. It's a regular Xbox controller. He is holding up an Xbox One controller to the camera. It's the white one. Yeah. It's pretty normal. Oh, They're I, all right. I, oh, I see where this is going. Yeah, you see where it's going? Yeah. yeah. Did you? You did, didn't you? Okay, here we got... Yeah. Here we have the, the fucking second batch of the Xbox Elite, mm-hmm. which is the, the white ones they made. Yep. They're pretty good. Mm-hmm. They got the, the rubber on the bottom. Mm-hmm. They have the hairlock triggers, right? Uh, they have the little flippy switch in the middle. I never actually used those ones. Oh, you never used these? Here. Yeah. They're... Ah! Okay, so this is the Elite version 2? No. This is... That's the second production batch okay. of the Elite version 1. Okay. Feels like it's not going to turn into a grease factory. Yeah. That's oh, nice. Oh, fuck. I dropped shit all over. Yeah, feels like an Elite, but... With although the rubber might still, yeah, you know, so cool. Okay, just put that down yep. somewhere. It doesn't matter. Um, a few days ago, the second elite actually came out, and mm-hmm. this is genuinely new. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a couple things that I've been fucking around with this. It will if you pick that one up, you're gonna notice when you when you grab the 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 triggers. They're squishy. They, they kind of have more give to them yep. than you would expect. That ended up being a design defect in that those fucking things break. Mm-hmm. That's the point of failure on those. Yes. 
Um, they on, do have the tightening sliders that allow you to make them. Uh, no, no, not, not the triggers. The the bumpers. Sorry, the bumpers. The bumpers. Do you feel how they have give to them? They're they like have give. Once you press them in, they go a bit further in. Yeah, those fucking break. Uh, this thing, the 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 bumpers have been returned to a more clicky style. However, they put texturing on the trigger. There is actual, like, I'll, I'll give it to you in a second. They put texturing on the trigger, and they made a small indentation on the right and left bumper so that your index finger rests in them more comfortably. Here you go. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, okay. Right? They also added a second level of the hair trigger to the back, uh, which turns the triggers off. Like, it turns them completely the fuck off. Uh, they have added the ability to tighten the resistance on the sticks or loosen them so they can be as loose as like dual shocks or as tight as like a piece of sh- the fucking shit like an arcade stick so the the bottom option in the back turns it off completely yeah complete they 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 become non buttons um they also uh, if you click if you click in the 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 Xbox button it's now a click instead of a mush which oh, I, yeah. which I actually very appreciate. Yeah, yeah. The mush was terrible. Um, here, let me hold it back. Uh, hand it back to me for a sec. Uh, it has the dumb paddles on the back, which are really only good for shooters. Um. Ah, oh, fucking shit! Why did I put it so far? Why'd you put it so far? It's not even that far. It's not. I have really tiny bitch arms. Okay. The uh fucking thing comes with. So, this oh, this case opens in the back, like, for a plug to go in, mm-hmm. because it comes with a charging dock. And the charging dock can sit in its own case. Oh, that's nice. Because it has an internal battery you now. You can charge it from just the case. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, it has no external battery now. But, I'm going to tighten this up for you. So that you can get a decent idea of what the fuck I'm talking about. So when you you were fucking with it just now, it was mac. It was medium looseness mm-hmm. on the sticks. Here you go. The left one's now maximum tightness, and the right one's on maximum looseness. Interesting, right? Very slight, though. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's not going to be crazy different. It could be. Yeah. It could be. Uh, overall, wow, that's a fancy controller. Don't like that it has a built-in battery. Oh, yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's always going to oh, do what it does. And the front. Yeah. Ugh. Built-in battery, no good. The, the rubber grip shit actually goes around to the front. Uh, I've been using it for a couple days. Okay. It's a fantastic controller. What I said to somebody uh, yesterday, after I talked about it on Twitter, but is it worth $200? No. Of course it's not. Hmm. What are you, stupid? I'm stupid. This is a fucking bougie controller for assholes. Hmm. Which is why I bought one. Hmm. But, like, no, it's an absurd waste Keep of going. money. It's, it's fucking dumb. What do you, th- what do you, like, you crazy? You can buy multiple video games for the cost of this controller. Like, what is Wooly doing? I don't, I'm, af- I'm afraid. I'm afraid he's going to kill me. Um, Bumpers are nice. I've actually been using these fucking stupid paddles on the back. 
Uh, I thought they were for assholes, but then being able to actually jump in Destiny without having to take my right thumbstick off the... What do you call these? Analog sticks? was actually very appreciated. Uh, I've noticed it hasn't gotten quite as sweat grimy as the uh, one that I used to have. It's so weird changing the, 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 the stick tension with this fucking sim card looking thing um it's interesting that you got oh no the mouse has killed the podcast overall yeah it's a really good feeling uh really good feeling controller top to bottom feels very well made (coughs) so you were saying it's interesting that you uh brought these in for feeling and review I actually thought you were going to pull a Stadia controller out of there. Oh, or some shit man. Because like the last time we did this, it was with the Steam controller. Oh, well, I mean, I don't have access to a Stadia currently. Um, and uh, I'm not too excited about doing that. I don't really give a shit. So, uh, yeah, but it is funny because I've been meaning, uh, you just reminded me to, uh, I also have controllers to talk about. You do? I do. What do you got? Well, so you got those. What is happening on your end of the, the, the shit? It's, you know what? I don't even know what that is. Are we still live? We, uh. Yes, we're fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. So, uh, you got that. So that's the Elite 2 yeah. that they were advertising, right? And you can S- still switch out the sticks and do all that stuff. Oh, yeah. No, it, come, it comes with a little bunch of weirdo sticks here at the bottom. It's got PlayStation style one. It's got a tall one. Okay. Well, the bougie controller hour continues. Yeah. Oh, what was this? That's this stuff. This right here is a custom controller. Oh, custom that, that I got. I ordered, and I'm and I'm. I was waiting to see how it worked out, and it has worked out great. So I am proud to you know let people know about uh, Battle Beaver Customs because uh, Hayate, the MK player, gave me a sh- gave me a, a heads up about these guys. Basically, hey, they- can you do me a favor? Hand me that white one. Yeah, they do. They make custom controllers and they modify them in tons of ways. And uh, I want, like, yeah, I'm like, if this wasn't great, I was going to be like, mm, maybe I'll wait. You know, maybe not necessarily say anything. But they've been fantastic. So uh, this, I got a case for it. It's a PS4 controller. Comes with um, pretty good quality wire. And as you can see, wow, you're some kind of asshole. <laughs> as you can see, I have decided to customize it to my liking. Transparent. Purple plastic. Right. Uh, so, atomic purple with the green, right? Now, here's... But that's not what matters, right? Here's what matters. I'm going to hand this to you. All right. Give me, give me a second. All right. Now, you talked about... Uh, you talked about the, the, the your triggers and your sticks. Yeah. I want you to play with this for a little bit. Okay. I'm, I'm putting controllers away. Just give me one more. Yeah, here's my Joker controller. Oh. Thanks, Doc. This controller lives in a society. <sighs> let's, all right, all right, let's fuck around with this. Okay, okay. The the select pad or whatever the fuck is the same. Yeah, that's fine. That's all. D pad feels normal. Buttons on the face. Oh, these are very different sticks. Those are very different. These sticks. are very resistant. Very resistant. These are made out of something d- different type of plastic. For yeah, sure. Face buttons just don't have the the markers on them. Yeah, face buttons are just nice and solid. Clickers, clickers, uh, baby. These are like these are like dip switches on the fucking on the triggers on the triggers and R one and L one. 
This is interesting. This is a very similar. This is the. This is like I only want the one option version of the de- the hair trigger lock. But kind those of thing. have too much give. Well, yeah, that's why they made them shorter give on the second one. But yeah. they still want them to be triggers. They on, still want on but command. They, they, but where like, this is like, no, fuck it. That gets rid of all of that. We got the clickers in place. Those are. These, I don't know if you can hear this. Hold on a sec. Yeah, those are dip switches. Those are the best, right? Because. In especially in any games where it doesn't matter that you feel like a gun trigger, it doesn't matter. There's no analog to the input. It doesn't matter. I just want a button, man. I don't want an, a, a, a gas pedal. Yeah. I want a button. This is what matters. And I'm playing fighting games with this thing. It's fucking fantastic. So customizing, customizing these triggers to just click like that is wonderful, right? Um, See, it's interesting because we're coming at these at different angles, right? I bought a high-end general purpose thing for lots of things. You decided to go custom because you want this to do the one thing at the absolute ideal. I do. But I also wanted to experiment with the other things it did, right? And so they um, – because they customize the controller in a lot of ways. They have other things I didn't do like put buttons on the back just like the Elite. You can that's do, for shooters, man. That's, yeah. that's, that's everything, absolutely – Everything that the Elite does, you can pretty much do with the Battle Beaver – Right? Oh yeah, people are. You like that ASMR? It's good. Yeah, uh, it, it feels good too. And of course, it's the, the good, the good case and all that stuff. Uh, I wanted to, but I didn't know how it was going to feel, so I went in for two. Yeah. And on the second one, I kept a lot of the same, but I added uh, one major difference. And this one, by the way, I'm full on. I wanted a toy. You want from a toy. the nineties? Yeah. Okay. This is the color scheme is what red. I'm thinking red and yellow. No, no. Oh, 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 man. That's Fisher Price. I wanted a Fisher Price toy from yeah, the 90s. That is, that is that is dead on. Right? Yeah. So I went. It's it's also green and That's purple. That's fucking Play-Doh. But with the big old yellow in the middle. That's fucking hilarious. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Let me so, get a hold of this. Arr. This one, uh, there's one difference between what I just handed you, between the first controller and this Nickelodeon one right here. And you should be able Man, to after f- holding the elites, these are like two differences actually. Hilariously light. No. That one is. Here, let me hand you this again. Yeah, this no, you're right, you're right. This has no rumble. Yeah. I can uh, yeah, that's what it is. Yep. You had the fucking rumbles. They pulled taken the out. they pulled the rumble out, so it's a lighter controller. Much lighter. Less than half of the original weight. Right? So that's the first thing about it. Sticks are not. Oh, that's touched. a different D-pad. These are individualized D-pad buttons instead of a rotating under the thing sphere. Yeah. So, uh, th- which would allow you to hit up and down at the same time. But if you did that, they just go back to neutral. Sure, but it physically allows you to yes, do it physically instead of a rotating circle on the under. This one is. This feels like a fucking toy because there's no weight. <laughs> it's to so it. weight. There's no weight to it. This is like four or five of these would weigh as much as a one elite. That's yeah. hilarious. Yeah, the rumbles add all the weight to these controllers. Yeah, absolutely, 100. percent They're just empty plastic without them, and with like a single circuit yeah. board and a couple soldering. Points. But that D-pad divides. They cut the D-pad into four separate input buttons that are not connected, so that you have to press them separately, like a WASD keyboard. And this uh, thing is crazy. That allows for precision in some, depending on how you, whether you like the feeling or not, it's up to you. I found they both work. They both work fine. And, um, I felt like I could get used to that. He says the normal, uh, resistance on the sticks. 
normal resistance. Yeah, because these don't feel nearly as tight. And then okay. the same uh, upgraded triggers as well. This thing is fucking crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. I, I love it. But, um, like, I'm going to stick what with... What fucking good timing. You, yeah. you just had all these yeah. around. Yep. They, and they got it. They got it shipped really quickly as well. So they they were pretty awesome with it. So what's the turnaround time on that? Uh, I got these in like a week. That's way faster than I would have expected. I know that they don't necessarily always deliver on that. Like I think they kind of rushed ordered this, but uh, they did it. And and so the way it works is when there's, you go there. There's your how you're going to be at Octopimp right there. Yeah. When you get <laughs> when you get your um when you go to the website and they have a builder for it. Like each modification costs whatever X. Yeah. And then you. The more you add, the more the price varies. So how much did those cost you? So I put everything, custom colors, decked on it, whatever. And yeah, these were like a, these were around two hundred. Yeah, right. Like because I like I went all in on it. But if you just they were, sell fucking GameCube controllers on this website. If you wanted to just grab a default controller and just add your trigger tighteners, you could do that for five extra bucks, or whatever. and that'd be it. You know. So, um, yeah, it's all in how much you want to customize the the most or the, the, the least. I figure if I'm going to go through the trouble, might as well have some fun with the color. If you're going to get it. something weird and custom like this, go get the weird and custom. Yeah, get a fucking Nickelodeon controller, you know, and it's mm. and it's like it's super light. And then, yeah, and the, and the protective case on it is quite nice as well. So that's what's up. Although the and, and um, for the, for those of you wondering about the D-pad, um, again, you cannot input two directions at the same time. It will stop you. It will just treat it as if it were neutral. So it's not, you, there's no, there's nothing you can do with this that you cannot do with like a, a, a normal controller. It's basically the same as a hitbox, right? So when in a hitbox, when you use those, the reason why hitboxes are legal in fighting games is because, uh, yeah, you press left and you press right. And then the stick assumes you're in the middle of the two of them. This is exactly that. So yeah, man. Um, I I'm very happy with the quality of the controllers. I'm very happy with the the wires, which you could get a shorter or a longer one. Seems like you're kind of going through it. You're kind of browsing through the website right now. This is this is fascinating. There's also a pre-built section in which they're like, here's like the re- not the recommended, but here's like a default template that has like the rumble. You want rumble out? You want some rear buttons? Yep, done. I didn't know what I wanted, so I had to go for two separate ones that all had different features on them. And like, if I ever do need a replacement, now I kind of know what I want. Um, I'm gonna go. It's it's it's, it's all about those triggers. Though. Yeah, it's the most important part. Funnest part about uh, the Xbox Elite controller is that after I plugged it in and restarted my computer, I uh, couldn't get back to the desktop for a few hours. Uh, because a USB conflict and a Windows update happened simultaneously. And mm. I had to safe mode that shit and fucking do all sorts of recovery. Part- the plugging the fucking controller in almost mm-hmm. killed my computer. Uh, thanks, Microsoft. Yeah. Uh, probably works a little more stably on the Xbox. Yeah. So there you go. Big shill. Big plug. Yeah, what's that website? Battle Beaver Customs. Battle Beaver Customs. Is Big. that Canadian? Uh, no, I think they're from Texas. Damn it. Because it had beaver in it. I was like, oh. Yeah, I, th- I hope so, too. But um, big plug for, for making a quality product that I was happy with. Yeah. Uh, okay. So. I, I You know what? I'm going to take it a little second. The hair trigger locks on this and the buttons on that for the triggers are a big deal. Uh, they've become a bigger deal with me over the past couple of years. Uh, you remember... You remember you played Black Flag? 
uh, Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag. You love yes. the ships? Yeah. You run a lot in that game. Mm-hmm. And you hold down that trigger a lot. Yeah. I got a no-shit minor case of Frozen Shoulder playing that game. My shoulder started to lock up. Every AC game, yeah. actually, you, um, hold, you hold down the trigger. Because on. just the fucking... Just holding the trigger down permanently for hours. Um, and 14 uses triggers to turn on abilities or not. So you're constantly, 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 constantly. I get finger cramps now if I use the regular Xbox controller to shoot gun in video game many long time. Okay, so the magic of a Dark Souls game is that you're never actually swinging your sword that often. No, you're not. But in Astral Chain, you are. Yeah, you are. That game is trigger nonsense. Yeah. The whole time. You're completely right. So, yeah. um, You want comfort on that. You're completely right. Uh, But yeah, no, having these options available, even if they're expensive for dumb assholes like ourselves... uh, like, ever since I've been using this Xbox controller, I now play 14 with an Xbox controller instead of a PlayStation 1, and it's better. The only reason I use a PlayStation controller is because the trigger pull on PlayStation controllers is lighter. That's mm. it. It's the only reason. So, for me, what it came down to is a couple situations where I was uh, inputting something off the trigger, and, and in Sam Show's case, it's like there's like a throw and a rage up there, and just getting it not like getting it like not as fast as I wanted to. Yeah. Because the the so you have to hit fifty percent of the pole to for it to count as an input. Which sucked. And then the second part was uh we did a disarmed only tournament where you have to every so in Sam Show you can put your weapon down and I for the life of me couldn't fucking get it consistently because on a stick you just hit three buttons and down and you put your weapon down. But on a controller, those three buttons can't be pressed with your thumb. Cleanly, yeah. because it's triangle, circle, and X. Yeah. Right? So you have to then press uh, R2 and X and down, right? But the timing of R2 and yeah. X together is more specific than you would think. And being slightly off means it doesn't work. It just game, game needs it to be 100% consistent. So there's no give or leeway on how them not being synced up. So I just couldn't fucking drop it. And online especially, it became extra impossible. And I was like, this is garbage. So this controller should help fix that problem because the timing of when you click your trigger in is almost the same as when you press a thumb button in. You know, you don't have to push the thumb button in and then go all the way to the end for it to activate, you know? Uh, think about like how I was going to say like the, the mushy buttons of the, of the Xbox button or yeah. like almost, you know, how you have to press the, options and start button on a ps4 controller harder than like a face button that protrudes yeah like it's like that problem do you know what the one that was the worst ever was re4 on the gamecube with that trigger the trigger you had to pull all, all the, the way, way in, in and, and then, and it then clicked. click click lock that actually like damaged my hands and i was a lot younger then yeah so um it's nice that we're, we finally fixed that uh, what about Tekken? Yeah, Tekken, you gotta turn your hand sideways for Tekken fingers. But Tekken fingers, you still would have a hard time pressing triangle, circle, and, and square at the same time. You'd have to get your thumb in there, and it would be, it'd still be pretty awkward. And, uh, you know, anyway, you can't play, you can't play, uh, a Tekken fingers on, on Sam Show. I, uh, that doesn't really work. But anyway, uh, yeah, that's what's up with that. So, don't yeah. you okay it, boomer me, you motherfuckers. 
Hey man, okay, boomer is the end of friendly racial for friendly generational it is the friendly relations. Relations, relations right. you know, are millennials killing f- racial relations? Uh, friendly uh, are millennials killing generational relations? Yeah, yeah, sure we are. All right, it's like you stupid old fucking assholes. You've been literally clickbaiting and arguing and yelling and writing this shit for 10 I, years my, my, now. My, and one thing, one thing hurts your feelings. Oh, and dude. you catch fucking feelings. You go, oh, dude. Oh, the, the OK Boomer like blowback. It's of just like all these so, all these people uh, in their forties to sixties just losing their minds. Getting and what is essentially hurt? At what is essentially the the equivalent of going okay, Grandpa? It's it's such, literally just okay, old man. But it's such a righteous comeuppance. Oh, it's so strong because and- every time someone would go, "Can you stop with these stupid, shitty millennial articles? They're the worst." Yeah, and they'd just be like, oh, "Okay, snowflake, whatever," you know. And just with the greatest generation was our parents. Go off with it, whatever. I bought my house, I got my job, all in the same week. And then I got married, and it was great. And I had you. What are you complaining about? Fuck off. Fuck off. Fuck off. You stupid... Ugh. So, yeah. And it's not even like, fuck you, boomer. No. It's just like, like, okay. okay, All right. Whatever you say, old man. Yeah. That's that's all it is. But... Oh, you won't listen to me. I, I. Oh, it hurts. I've ruined the economy. Oh, it feels bad. What are you talking about? I don't want... I took every wrong possible lesson from the generation before me that literally fought and died in the Second World War, came back and built the entire society we now live on, and then I stole all of your old age pension shit from my... You won't listen to me! It's it's almost like being hand-waved off with a single term feels really bad, doesn't it? It feels kind of bad, actually. You know, I don't know. (laughs) Fuck. It's like it's like I would have been like I have uh, like yeah clearly I'm I, I have more aggression in there but it's just mild enough that it makes you look I think, like a fucking I think bitch. This is the actual for getting this yeah, upset. It, it's the best outcome because it's really mild. It's not aggressive. It's just a little dismissive. And seeing people like go nuts is like oh wow. You are actually more of an asshole than I thought you were. Because the single, <laughs> single instance of pushback. Yeah. For the first time, just fuck off, stop. And you're like, oh, you know, the overreaction is wild. And I'm just like, so like, is there anyone out there that Listen, is Wooly, upset you, by this? That- Wooly, you don't understand. Okay. Okay, boomer is a slur. And it is from those people that won't stop eating their goddamn avocado toasts. It's like <laughs> the N-word for a whole generation. I saw that it's unironically. ageism. <sighs> yes. Yes. Okay, Boomer is on the <laughs> yeah, level. Yeah, but the best part is that when they say that, you just go, okay, Boomer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Boomer is on the same level as the word that can't even be said in your quote. <laughs> the one that you self-censored. Oh, who was it? It was a comedian. I forget who it yes, was. Yes, that's, that's what I'm making was, reference it was, to. It was like, you know when you're debating whether or not one word is worse than the other and you can't say one The of other them? word? Yeah, that's the worst one, dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mul- John Mulaney. Oh, man. It's it's just, it is so, it's such a righteous fucking deserved comeuppance, man. Oh, I love it. You know, and you had the chance, you had the chance, all of you, to not react this way yeah. and just be like, you know what? We've been calling y'all out for a long time. Fair. Yeah. Right. Or worse, to just be like, millennials are getting snarky with their okay boomer. Whatever the fuck your response yeah, is. Whatever. But to react like, oh my, where's the respect? How dare I, Kevin? Well, I never. And it's just like after a you know what, decade. My, you know what my favorite part of about talking this? shit. My favorite part about this is that my dad was born in the 1950s. My dad is a proper ass actual, baby actual boomer. boomer. And my mom was born slightly later. Despite not technically being part of the generation that we'd be baby boomers, let's roll them in. And a couple weeks ago, I started laughing at this boomer shit on my phone because a friend of mine kept calling me boomer brain in a series of texts Mm -hmm. because I said some stupid shit. Mm -hmm. And my mom and dad asked me what the fuck I was laughing about. And I said, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to go for it. And Mm -hmm. I'm like... Okay, you guys know baby boomers, of course. Dad, you're a baby boomer. like, yeah. And it's like, well, a lot of people my age or a little younger, like, they're sick of old people telling them what to do. So they just call them boomers. And now boomer just means old person or that you're acting like an old man or you're out of touch. Yeah. So people, th- this was before okay boomer mm-hmm, even. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, so my, when I act like a dingbat, my friends say, oh, what do you got that boomer brain? And my mom and dad just looked at me like I was a fucking idiot. And they were like, oh, we don't get it, but that's fine. You young people do what you do. Okay. And then we went and had dinner. And that was the whole thing. Like, the idea that my dad, who does not fit the typical baby boomer thing, but who, like, actually busted his ass and said, oh, you kids are going to go to university and become people, right, would actually get hurt feelings over a stupid thing like this. My dad is the kind of person that if he was sitting right here, he would be laughing the same way I am at this shit, at these dumb people. Because well, he's not a dumb asshole. He's just a regular jackass. Well, that's the that's the deep irony, is that the feelings are being hurt. <laughs> By the people who claim to have not, who have be hardened and not have any feelings to be hurt and are making fun of people who are more, you know, you know, it's this, yeah. So all like literally that post I retweeted of just like, like, uh, the the article of like the end of friendly uh, relations and then just the, yeah the the, uh, the, the smorgasbord are millennials killing breakfast are millennials killing house purchases are l- millennials killing Canadian tourism are they killing the vacation Th- that whole thing that whole thing just turns into are millennials poor yeah we're killing things. <laughs> Because we don't spend money on the dumb thing that we don't need to spend money on. This was a on. bad topic to bring up after we jerked off on our $200 controllers. Sure. But the point remains <laughs> that butthurt, stupid old people that can't take the shit they've been dishing out for a decade now. Decade? What are you talking about? It's like 40 years. But but <laughs> millennial articles on the internet... <laughs> You know what I mean? They had a time frame and a rise to prominence. They did. And then they realized that everyone got mad when they wrote them, and then they started writing them more. Yeah. 
that thing. What is it? I pay. We paid a freelancer to say the thing you like is dog shit because Google and Facebook ate all the ads, and this and the only way to make any money in this advertising nightmare duopoly is to harvest hate for clicks. Yes, that. <laughs> It's great. It's great. It all comes around. News. It's news. You know. And and, and 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 like like what are you gonna like? The boomers are upset by it. Yeah. Well, they don't have to wait long. Yeah, they can take their medicine and 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 you know watch their matlocks. And then you'll soon you won't be upset by it at all. Yeah. You won't be upset by anything. And that'll be that. <laughs> so enjoy it. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, news. What's new this week? Okay, well, you know, a bunch of shit happened. And, I mean, we can take it a couple different ways. Yeah. Um, But I guess the biggest story would be BlizzCon. Yeah, so that's right. So we can talk about BlizzCon. Big disappointment on every respect for me personally, the BlizzCon. I was disappointed at nearly every single thing that happened. Except for that one kid who fucking rushed a camera during the Q&A. And started doing the free Hong Kong shit. They announced Diablo 4. And they, they showed a cinematic trailer. Yeah, the ship has sailed on that. And For me personally, even even aside from all this, I still wouldn't care. And then they announced uh, Overwatch 2, and they showed a trailer for that. Um, <laughs> and oh man, the uh, oh that's the fun one to talk about. Well, this I, I mean, tell you like that CG team worked very hard. Oh, on they sure did. Deliverance. They did a fancy fancy, fancy animation. Blizzard Blizzard animations. Always been a thing. Blizzard animation team completely free of controversy as they continue to do good work. Always been a thing up there with, uh, I remember when it used to be Blizzard versus Square for for the best cinematics, you know. Um, But yeah, uh, unfortunately, this had to be front loaded with... uh, one president, CEO, president, the, the head Blizzard man walking out to do a, a, an apology that needed to happen because people were obviously there protesting. I'm going to use the biggest air quotes ever. Your hands are shaking. I shook my fingers with the air quotes. Uh, I can see the tension because, um, well, I don't know about you. I'm, I try not to be cynical, but when it comes to something like an apology, generally speaking, I like to mention the thing that I'm apologizing about. Wooly, I'm really sorry that I ate your sandwich out of the fridge the other day. I know you wanted that sandwich, and it was your sandwich, and I took it, and that was wrong. I hope you can forgive me. Good example of an apology. Second, yes, sure. (laughs) Second, right, when you appear to be really contrite over and torn up over, you know. Very sad. What you did. Um, that would almost make it seem like you would want to walk back the entirety of what you did as opposed to nothing. Uh, no, a part of it. 
Oh, did they? Yeah, because well, Blitztrunk's no longer permanently suspended. No, that was done beforehand. So, no, I know, no, I know, oh, yeah. I know. But I'm saying yeah. when you go, when that's your address, when that's how you address the issue, yeah. by like shortening his suspension and, and giving his money back. Yes, um, but maintaining that there must be a punishment. Um, when you go up and sound like you almost regret the whole thing, why don't you just undo all of it? Well, then you, see, so, you so, know. What? So and then and then and then you get into the discussion. Then the interview they did with uh, Hearthstone guys, and those folks were basically just like, I, I, the the most they could say is like, "Yep, we acted too fast, this, this, that, and whatever." But also, but they're like, "This is bigger than video games." Is the the, uh-huh. the nicest way they could phrase it, right? Um, there's no I've undoing st- this without upsetting China. I have so many things to say. Go ahead. Um. The only thing they actually regret, and literally in the text, like if you were to transcribe it, is, you know, we acted too fast and we took too long to say anything. Not we did something wrong or we're a bunch of chodes. No, just we were just too fast on the draw. Uh... And and worst of all, we went against our own core values. Yes. Um, Eli, Mr. Plague of Gripes, had a fantastic post about them essentially bragging that they were too fast to suck that, that, uh, that penis. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, Jim uh, uh, Sterling pointed out uh, a, co- a, a division in context. <laughs> Whoa, what, what did you just see? Apology. Oh, that's good. I like that. That's really good. That's uh, a division in context, strong. which is that they're apologizing for acting too quickly and not responding well fast enough. But the suspension of Blitzchung is not a thing in the past. It is a daily ongoing occurrence. They are keeping him banned. Yes. They could just instantly yes. rescind that ban yes. in a moment. Yes. But... So they're apology they're apologizing for something that supposedly they were too quick to do but they're going to keep doing it. Exactly. Which but is it sounded, nonsense. But when it sounded like he was breaking up, yeah, as he was delivering that it that makes you go, "Oh, it's almost like we're going to undo everything we made a mistake." And then, mistake. And then it's like, "No, we're still going to do it, but we're going to lighten up on how hard we're going." Uh, that way, it'll be not as bad to you guys. Yeah, but China can still be happy with the fact uh, that the, he didn't the, get off scot free. The actual just like apology in air quotes has literally nothing in it. No, it, there's no substance at all. And I th- I'm at, the most disappointing thing that I saw was people in that crowd going, "Woo!" Yeah. Well, that's what I was gonna say. Is it, it adds no substance, but the crowd ate it up. And more than that is the people whose ostensible jobs are to report on this being the you know polygon and whatnot going blizzard apologizes blah 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 it's like no they didn't like by any factual definition there was literally no apology pertained within you cannot apologize for something and then not talk about what you did was wrong and then not change what you did and bonus a week beforehand release a workplace study which says nobody internally feels bad about this at all actually Everybody thinks we really did the right thing. Except for the people that went out front and protested? Do you, oh, you didn't see that? They put out a poll that said, look, we polled, the, the, we polled Blizzard employees, and most Blizzard employees 
did agree that we did the right thing. And then you read slightly deeper and discover that it's most Blizzard employees of those polled think they did the right thing. And only 60 people in the company actually responded to the poll. And it's a company of like 1,400 people. Yeah. And it's like, oh, you're literally just putting out bullshit to show that Look, every, you know, internally we thought we were doing the right thing, but then you're going to turn around a week later and be like, "We're so sorry." It's crap. It's bullshit. but you see that new champion though. She got the white dreads. Do you follow Mr. Soj Sojourn? Do you feel? Do you follow Mr. Feels on Twitter? Yeah, it's really funny. Yeah, he had my favorite reaction to that shit in the universe. Yeah, which was a Kotaku article going. There are storyline reasons why we saved the first black female hero for Overwatch Two, mm-hmm. and he just retweeted it and replied with, <laughs> because that's the correct reaction. You see like, that new hero <laughs> though? Like, oh my. God, dude. Big Holy cool shit. champions coming in. So the best part is Lucio's line. What's that line? This isn't the Overwatch I believed in. Never let politicians tell you what to do. No, the, the best part is the interview with Jeff Kaplan about Overwatch 2. And the interview with the... I forget the person's name. Uh, about Diablo 4, in which they were both asked, so when's this coming out? And they both went, I don't know, lol. No idea. No idea when this is coming out. Can't even give you a ballpark. Is the reason why that's funny is because you think they bumped up the announcement? Oh, Diablo was going to be there for sure after last year. But Overwatch, you got a CG trailer and like a gameplay demo, and now nobody knows what that game fucking is because it's a multiplayer game. It's a sequel that to a games as a service, which nobody thought needed Chapter one. Chapter two, bullshit. Uh, all the multiplayer stuff's gonna get rolled back into the first game. So the only thing that Overwatch Two actually has is an engine that no one but porn artists will notice the difference. And some PVE maps that were already a thing in the in the holiday events. So yeah, this was a bumped up announcement. Oh hell yeah, a hundred percent. Overwatch for sure. Diablo was totally going to be there mm-hmm. because last year was a shit show. Mm-hmm. But like asking, so when's this coming out? They don't even say we're working on it. We're hoping and not not this year or whatever. The answer is literally, I have no idea. When this game is coming out. I'll tell you what though. Um, it will not matter soon enough. When. Game drops. And people are making posts like. How do I undelete. How do I reactivate my Blizzard account. I deleted it two weeks ago. Because of the Hong Kong thing. But now I want to play the new Overwatch season. Oh. Man. Oh, Perfection. man. Perfection. Uh, I'll say the same thing I say about EA games. It's really, really easy to boycott a company when you don't give a fuck about anything they make. Oh, it was fake? Okay. Well, that's even, good I fake. don't even care. That's good. I don't but, even but care. But is it so fake that you think there aren't people that would say that? Oh, totally. You know, but yeah, it's good true, bait. It's true fake. Good bait. Good bait. Um... Like, I don't care about Diablo uh, anymore, and mm-hmm. I don't care about Overwatch, and uh, StarCraft is dead, and, you know, like, World of Warcraft's a mess. Also, I'm going to point out, you saw World of Warcraft Shadowlands? 
I heard about it. Um, there's a lot of really, really suspicious similarities to the recent Final Fantasy expansion Shadowbringers that they were showing off. Oh, yeah. I saw some pe- people memeing about that. There is some really fucking suspicious shit where, yes, the Shadowlands did technically exist in the lore prior. I do know that. However, the visual treatment of the trailer, the areas and screenshots they decided to show, what is the context of final areas, etc., is like, this looks like you guys saw the shit last year and just started to fucking do like it. Especially since World of Warcraft and Fortnite, all of them have a old habit of, hey, competitor, preview something, rip it off and reach market as fast as you can, and in some cases beat them to it. I never had an accurate um scope on like how big ff14 was getting because it's just something you played all the time yeah and since you're always talking about it it's like, like oh, i know thing pat plays yeah and so i don't really get a sense of like other people playing it as yeah. much um but clearly in that- at some point i know your twitter exploded with a bunch of people you know going oh so i'm hopping into 14 yes yes and it was the Shadowbringers release um but i mean or more or, or people that i didn't know uh, played it before, saying, "Oh, I'm I'm jumping back on." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Oh, what? What?" Now I saw I saw a uh, a, a fair comment uh, just in our chat just now, which is like, "Pat, you know they work on these uh, way ahead of time, and they're working on multiple projects at once." Yeah, I do, but it's suspicious, and with a company that's acting like a bunch of scumbags, I don't particularly feel the need to be fair. In my suspicion, if, say, uh, you know, Nintendo had some weird suspicious thing, I'm like, well, Nintendo makes nothing but nonstop quality, and they, you know, seem okay, right? I'll be a little more fair. But who gives a shit about being fair to Blizzard? Fuck them. So what if I'm wrong? What do I do? Hurt the feelings of a bunch of dirtbags? Ooh, no, yeah, once it drops, um, there'll be enough people. That, oh, yeah, people will fucking fine-tooth comb that shit. You know. But no, no not just that, but, like, uh, there's also going to be a sufficient number of people that, like, are um, just like, eh, I want to play it. Yeah, oh, totally. Yeah. So. Like, video game boycotts don't l- work. last as long as the next entry. Totally. Absolutely. Video game boycotts are weird because the real, bo- you know, uh, in most products, a boycott was like, I'm going to stop buying this brand of baby wipes. Sure. Right? Fuck off. Video games don't work like that. But what does happen is, hey, I was really bummed out and disappointed by the last game, so I'm not going to buy the next one. There's that. Because there's all because the other compl- complexity comes in when it's like, hey, you know that studio you like and trust? I do. Of small, uh, small good team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're working on a thing for this larger, shittier company. Yeah, they are. Outer Worlds is owned by sorry, not Outer Worlds. Obsidian worked with Private Division to make Outer Worlds, and uh, Private Division is a subsidiary of Two K, who are scum. Yep. So. You know, Titanfall. Yeah, the whole time. Sure, was held to the underneath that. You know, um, 
and and uh, 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 radiant right now. Yeah. So, yeah, that's 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 the games industry. Mm-hmm. It's like yay. Games re- industry is scum. Yay respawn. Yay radiant. Boo other shit. Yeah. Anyway, so BlizzCon. Boo. Genji has a hood. That made me laugh out loud. It's a sequel, so look, we gave Genji a hoodie. Wow. Diablo 4, huh? Yeah. Online only. Open world. God bless. I'm going to roll my eyes now. Here we go. And done. Thank you. So this is a story from last week that we didn't get to, so we might as well just crack it open a little bit now. What do we got? Uh, the concept of a Stadia exclusive. Oh, you mean a sandcastle? Hey, sandcastles are fun. They are. And then the tide comes in and washes them away, never to be seen again. When's the tide going to come in? Uh, 15 months from now. That's the hard call? Yep. Stadia is... Uh, 15 months from uh, November. That'd be what? One year would be November. And then uh, three more, so... Yeah, before the March of 2021. Google's going to launch multiple studios for Stadia exclusives. Uh, huge new IPs are several years out. Um, but effectively, they're going to be uh, making a few first-party studios to make games exclusive to the Stadia. One of which is in Montreal, Quebec. Headed up by Jade Raymond. That's right. Um, now, it's just the first thought that everyone has is... Oh, the games are literally built to die. They're made of dust. They're, yeah. they're going to poof. You're, you will buy the game. It will be exclusive as invisible data on a thing you've never owned. And, and, and will belong will, to no one but Google. And then eventually it'll be gone, and then you will have never owned it. And there won't even be a way to fucking rip it because it was never on a local device in the first place. So you are making a purchase uh, that is, in fact, a rental. Yeah. Of a digital sandcastle. I saw that term on Twitter. Somebody said it, and I thought it was genius. It's funny. It's pretty funny. But it really is just a rental. Yeah. It's a, with a one-time fee. That's pretty... with a, a with a random uh, return date. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Books that uh, that the books that will catch fire randomly and burn themselves <laughs> yeah, from the library. Um. I hope none of those games are, like, super-duper good. Yep, me either. <laughs> I hope none of those games are sequels to franchises that I care a lot about. Yeah, well, some are. How do you know that? Well, Shantae's one of them. Hmm. I respect Shantae, but I, I'm not... Yeah, me either. But I know a friend who's a big Shantae fan. Yeah. And that game literally might as well not exist. They already announced it being exclusive? Oh, yeah, totally. Yikes. Is that uh, that's way forward? Uh, I believe so, yeah. Okay. Well, that's no good. Nope. Ghost Games, bad. Digital Sandcastles, bad. It's the fucking brave new future in fucking planned ops. You know what? Floating in the wind. This might actually fall alongside planned obsolescence laws. Shantae is not exclusive. Well, good then. Good. Glad to be wrong. 
Awesome. Like, you know how planned obsolescence laws showed up when car companies started to fucking build their cars so they'd fall apart after like five years? Yes. And you can't do that? Yeah. This is like getting real close to that. You know what I learned recently too? Um, when you see car crashes nowadays, they look cool, horrifying. I mean, terrible. Oh no. <laughs> you're not you're not one of those, are you? No, I just like crash test dummy videos. They're cool. With the dummies. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Fuck off. Dude. You're not one of those people. No, or Russian dash cam videos. Those are funny. Okay, that's the right word. Yes. Russian blank videos can go a lot a okay. lot of different ways. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Please say psych. Um <laughs> <laughs> No, I know where you're going with this. Uh, the cars turn into fucking paper. They evaporate in cr- in cr- in accidents and collisions because that saves your life. Yeah, it used to be that the idea was the frame of the car, make it as strong as possible, real sturdy. But then the car would survive the impact and I, you would turn into goo. Yeah. So now <laughs> if the car it absorbs all of the um, um, <clears throat> force force but there's the word kinetic energy. kinetic energy yeah. if the car absorbs all the kinetic energy then uh very little of it gets transferred over to you which means you remain still banged up but nowhere near as bad as it would have been if you were an egg inside of a shaking blender yeah you know so uh yeah the crumple zone happens outside and everything looks like oh my god can you believe you survived that that's yeah like, yeah totally because that's the that would have gone into me had i been driving a, like a 1960s camaro or whatever exactly exactly yeah it's like it's like the same concept behind breakaway glass you know yeah so that's that's pretty impressive um so uh anyway um Beyond that, of course, there were protesters, and there were Winnie the, Winnie the Poohs, yeah, and there were Mays, and yeah, good stuff. And they were all, they all, everyone, every voice mattered, you know. <laughs> oh, we every forgot, vo- we forgot one part of the Overwatch story, or the the, the part of the the interviews during the process for Blizzard was that we're not going to tell anybody what to do based on their social media, you know, in their own private life, and then immediately threaten to fire an Overwatch coach for. Showing solidarity with Hong Kong. Oh, yeah, there was that part. That happened. Where the immediate hypocrisy within a day. Someone who was it? A friend of mine sent me uh, a link to something describing that the actual Chinese Blizzard Twitter account. Oh, yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. And a lot of that writing from their messages <coughs> is actually controlled by a different company in so Italy. this was their way to get so everybody it's remember, not it's there's, <coughs> there, there's there's a man there's a, there's a chinese company managing so uh what it was was Blizzard. that um they were like people were like hey what the fuck's up with the fucking hearthstone twitter account Net going ease. going we will always defend china's honor and we will we will bend over for china every day What's up with that? That seems explicit. And Blizzard was like, oh, no, man. We don't even run that Hearthstone Twitter account. NetEase runs that shit out in China. We just subcontract or whatever. And then everyone's like, but you've, it's, you're, it, does, it says fucking Hearthstone Blizzard on it. You still fucking said it. Yeah. What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. No, they, 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 <laughs> so it's not them. It's, they, didn't, they didn't say it. Well, if I gave you 10 bucks... To stand outside and say a bunch of fucking outrageous shit. And then when people go, Pat, how come Wooly said all that shit for you? I went, well, I didn't say it. Who's Wooly? 
I didn't tell him exactly what to say. I just told him to say some crazy shit. Yeah. Um, apparently, fuck- apparently, so that company, they bought shares of Quantic Dream. Yeah, that company is also the one behind the Diablo for, uh, Immortal netties i believe okay so which is why when everyone saw diablo immortal they're like this looks like a chinese mobile game they were a hundred percent right it's a chinese mobile game okay yep so yeah when a bunch of blizzard folks are all looking around the room going we don't i don't know what would have happened and one dude is standing high saluting the chairman yeah, <laughs> the the giant painting of the chairman on the wall. Yeah, you're kind of like, hmm. I don't know what that guy's thing. He just uh, works here. I don't even know. He, he really likes Mao. Yeah, He's just a huge Mao fan. I also found it, and maybe this is going a little too much, but considering the nature of the the speech implications of Blizzard punishing somebody for advocating for their personal social cause i found the fact that the president walked out with an lgbt solidarity pin to be fucking disgusting and manipulative like go fuck yourself you're wearing something that under certain countries policies would be considered a similar act of uh political defiance as anything that blitz chung did but you're trying you're probably trying to use it for brownie points you're an asshole probably I mean, he might just be, like, he might belong to one of those groups and just be hypocritical. Oh, that's, you know what? That's totally possible. Yeah. Yeah. You don't know. I live in a country where this is fine, so. You don't know. Fuck them. Well, anyway. um, By the way, uh, double hypocrite, Overwatch, uh, uh, Tracer, and, uh, and Soldier 76. You know they're they're canonically queer. Yeah, not in China. They're not. Really? Yep. Really? Yep. Region locked. Region locked. But what about those stories? Not available. Not available in Russia either. That is. So get fucked. Okay. Okay. So there is a de- default hypocrisy on display. <laughs> now, now, I don't want to derail the entire podcast this way, right? Right. But because on the one hand, there's like poison. Uh-huh. You know, and, and then, all that nonsense. And then there's this, right? But the thing about this always struck me as, like... The world can talk to each other now? No. If you're making a statement that you're going to stand by it, in a way, because it's a statement. Mm -hmm. The whole point of that statement is that you're making it. Yeah. So that when you roll it back, based on the nature of the market you're releasing to, it not only weakens the statement... It almost completely invalidates. It does it. completely invalidate because it because then it's like you're. It's almost like you're the saying the statement's only for people who can handle it, man. But it's okay if you can't and won't and refuse to accept it. Yeah, which the whole point of the statement is to say that I'm making the statement regardless. Yeah. It's fucking- for example, Sonic Fox. Yeah. No matter where he will tell you, they <laughs> they will tell you. Sorry. No matter where, no matter what. 
you know i was not i was not aware of that change my bad so that is an example of like yeah fuck you so if you're gonna roll that back based on where your releases are Mm -hmm. then what's the point to begin with is it because people are gonna think better yes of you in the region that it's happening in Wooly, remember the E3 documentation? It's about storing, quote, positive chits for future use. But you're never... A term I had literally never heard before. Yes, yes, yes. And, you know, and I know that last time this came up too, like, I did have a discussion with someone about, like, the shitty nature of having to second guess good intentions. Oh, yeah. And, like... This is to not, and I wanted to re- restate that this is not to have anyone feel attacked because of rep- their representation. It's because you're looking at a country where they're taking back the thing that's a progressive move and saying that no, Soldier Seventy Six is not gay in, in China. <laughs> so here he is hanging out with his wife. Like, no, he's just he's just hanging out. That's so weird. He's, I didn't you know, know what he's that. hanging out with. That's so bad. Well, he's hanging out up. with not a skeleton. That's so fucked up <laughs> that you would do that. Yeah. I mean, oh, you know, you know, like well, there's this, there's these things where like Willie, it's listen, man. You remember, you remember in Captain America: Civil War when uh, when uh, Cap pulled out that little piece of paper. And it was like, oh, I gotta try uh, Thai food, and I gotta watch this movie, mm. and uh, you know, it was just, it was just, uh, it was just, you know, culturally appropriate for everybody's sensibilities. That's all it is. Okay, now here's the. By thing. the way, I'm being a sarcastic fuck. Of course, it's of bullshit. course. But now, but here's the thing, right? And then you always get into these parts where it's like, okay, so like, you know how WWE is now doing stuff in, in Saudi Arabia? Oh and, yes, and being and held have, hostage, and they're being the. I'm, I'm, you heard about that, right? I, I heard that their planes didn't like. They had a hard time getting. Yeah, back. their planes didn't had a hard time getting off the floor because. Vince had an argument business-wise with the Saudis. Oh, is that the reason why? Yes, that is the reason why. I didn't catch that. That's why SmackDown had like 12 people on it. Yeah, I heard about that, but I didn't know that that was the... Yeah, no. It's like every plane they tried to leave on suddenly had mechanical problems, and they were just told to sit at the hotel for an extra day. Yes, right. While uh, Vince and the royal family argued about $80 million that had not been paid. So the idea kind of generally will be that it's like, okay... You know, they had their first, like, uh, uh, they had their first women's match, and then they're doing all these things. In their, and generally, someone will say, like, someone that is probably, uh, uh, I don't know, let's say professionally um, involved with diplomatic relations. Sure. Will say something to the effect of, like, you can't go full steam. You have to slowly allow people to adapt and change. Sure. Right? You have to slowly allow people to have time to get used to the new things. Because this shit's crazy out in this part of the world. Right. So, you know, and whatnot. And it's like, so we have to be tolerant of garbage. Yeah. Right. Got it. Cool. Okay. Fine. Um, well, my, you know what my favorite part about all this stuff? And, (laughs) and I'm, I'm only going to make this point when I'm sitting across from you and pardon for using this point in this manner. But, the thing that always got me about Blitzchung is what if Blitzchung was a you? What if you were Blitzchung? Mm-hmm. You are not a winner that the Chinese government wants to see, period. Done. Does you speaking in that interview at all constitute a political action that's not appropriate for Hearthstone? Fucking Maybe. Right? Like, I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea. Right? Like, that's how bad it is. I'm me. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's it. Yep. Because remember, no. What if you were a skeleton? That's not okay. What if you were a gay black skeleton that was had solidarity with Hong Kong? I'm down. China's not. No. Can we slowly <laughs> ease them into being more comfortable with gay black skeletons? Which one do you want to start on first? <laughs> <laughs> they really don't like skeletons. No, they hate it. It's fucked up. It's fucking crazy. <laughs> That was the start. We should have known to worry once World of Warcraft came out in China and there were no skeletons at all. Man. You, oh, I, I would say the, the iOS emoji censorship should have been the start. Yeah, maybe. Uh, you know what, Willie? I think, your, I think your desire to not have to second-guess good acts is noble. But I feel that in the current world that we live in, if it's from a major company, just assume they're scum. Until proven otherwise. And if they're an individual, give them a 60-40, right? People are generally good. I like to think, anyway, right? I, 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 I like to think that either a small company does whatever they want, or a... Uh, and, and a mid company, mid sized company probably does whatever they want. And a big sized company doesn't do whatever they want, but has somebody in there who wants to do something, and then the and then passes the idea up, and then the idea gets boardroomed, yeah, for a little bit until eventually they determine that yes, this is good for future, uh, 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 future positive outlook. Whatever the Chits. whatever the fucking whatever the term fuck. was. I mean, alternatively, it could just be stalked by a bunch of vampires eating children. Future goodwill. Yeah. Anyway. Video games are so depressing. Thanks for making video games extra depressing, Blizzard. But you see that new hero, though? I saw the new hero. She got white dreads, man. Everybody who acted that way is a fucking tool. Now, granted, I'm going to make a st- distinction here. People who didn't give a shit about any of this and then were excited about Overwatch? Eh, you're kind of a tool, but whatever. Right? People who did pretend to care, but then got excited? Fucking tools. That's the worst. That's the actual worst. So Death Stranding... Pretty divisive right now. It sure the fuck is. It has a really bizarre Metacritic. It has the highest amount of perfect scores of any game this year. But a Metacritic's like 80-something because a lot of people hate its fucking guts. Yeah. So you're looking at a, a proper split of people that are in love with this game and people that cannot stand it. Apparently the Giant Bomb staff like almost universally fucking despise it. Yeah. And it's and, like, oh, and wow, I really, really did hear – I heard – I think they were the ones that pointed out the – or someone someone pointed out the, um, the dissonance of uh, I don't think Death Stranding is a good like – commentary on the human condition when i'm converting liquid into mountain into monster energy and chugging it in the game <laughs> i think that's an amazing commentary on the human condition 
<laughs> now, um, I think there's a the the Kotaku breakdown on it was actually really well thought. At least the first paragraph, their byline was that uh, was basically Death Stranding is a thoughtful, impeccable work of art that will make you consider what it could mean to be a video game. It's also a game in which you throw piss and shit at ghosts. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. There is a, a, a someone else said had a, a, a thought that was basically like it's going to be. Um, an amazing game to hear people make theories about for the next 10 years. Yeah. But based on how like dual the, based on the duality of these, of these review scores and how people are treating it and how much it seems to just be very, very divisive. Um, I'm going to go ahead and guess that that line is between like folks that are like commentary art, brilliance, love all of that stuff looking for the depth and the others that are like, can I play the video game, please? So I have not played it. The I'm, I'm only tangentially closer to an answer than you are because I spoke with somebody on level clear who did play a bunch of it. And this was the, the majority of that conversation, which was what the fuck is this difference? And the best that I could get is that that is actually not it. Uh, part of it is, Hey, do you love Pete Kojima? And no one was there to tell him no. If so, you will enjoy it a lot more because he's fucking nuts and here's some monster energy, right? But the core of it is that uh, Skillop brought this up, and I'm going to use it as an example. In most open world games, let's take Witcher, let's take Far Cry, whatever. When you're moving from point A to point B, you are setting a waypoint on your map and you are holding up on the analog stick. Maybe you're going to drive a car, right? In Death Stranding, the terrain differences from, like, foot to foot to, hey, how do I get across that river to, oh, shit, the incline's a little steep. I hope my character doesn't tip over is a is the moment-to-moment gameplay in that, like, literally walking from one location to another is the primary gameplay. That's crazy. And if you are the kind of person... Who are who is like, I just want to get to the end of this mission so I can fight the thing. This will literally be the most miserable experience ever. Okay. Because combat is a minuscule part of this game. Sure. I don't need combat to be a, a majuscule yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. part of this game. Uh, but uh, I do find traversal to be uninteresting in most instances I've seen of it. Yeah. You mean in this game or in general? In general. Yeah. So in this game, I'm wondering what else can be done to make it interesting. Like, I don't know. I like when you add a third element in there, such as a grappling hook or a jetpack well, or uh, a, whatever, right? Yeah. Fucking wall climbing, whatever there the fuck. Is, um... But like traversal on its own is not the most like so the game fun thing to from me from what i can tell has had a lot of work put into what you're talking about but at the same time i like sailing and i like breath of the wild right so walking down an incline is a mechanic balancing the weight on your back is a mechanic things falling off of you or being damaged or okay, yeah. or or the box is sticking out of the grass for stealth reasons is a mechanic yeah. leaving behind ladders using ladders crossing crossing a river is a big deal 
in this game, which is weird because it's so trivial in everything else. Um, and then there's the Dark Souls journey-ish kind of people were leaving behind items and, and vehicles and shit all over the place for you kind of thing. Um, that could be fun. It is... It 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 feels like the Oregon Trail. It feels yeah, absolutely, absolutely. You're even going east to west, right? Um, it absolutely feels like it is taking like survival horror like methodology of. Remember when we were playing RE2 or you were playing it? I was there, um, and I was describing like going through those levels as math equations. It's like. How much I, how much shit do I have? How many mm-hmm. I, I, enemies mm-hmm. do I know there are? Mm-hmm. And then each enemy is like a fucking equation of X resources. It feels like they took that and instead of enemies, it's the terrain. Okay. Now, um, the thing that I've grown to dislike a lot is uh, when games are open world and empty. Yeah. And uh, like... This fully seems to be the embracing of that. This is both... This is weird because it's only empty. Because people didn't build anything yet. Right? Uh, I saw somebody describing that they had found a half-built bridge over a river. Created by a player who then ran out of resources. And then they used their personal resources to finish that bridge, thereby making that area much more traversable for everyone in that session. Right? Yeah. Um, I just, I guess what it comes down to is... What if Journey was mechanically dense? <laughs> not even, because I am, like, my favorite... The mo- I get the most excited watching footage of this game when the camera is not behind Sam's back. Yeah, when the camera is just free-floating and cutscenes are happening. When things are happening. Right? Uh, I'll tell you right now. That but I also am in love with Shadow of the Colossus. The game's story is very back-heavy. It's yeah. near the end. Yeah. I'm super in love with the the feel, what, what, with Shadow of the Colossus. And definitely that's part of how um, that's part of the time it came from. Right, we didn't have games that were just an empty world. Right, yeah. the idea that you'd have the audacity to make an empty world was kind of wild in that PS2 era. Yeah. Uh, now I've done it a couple times. I'm not super stoked on big empty islands and big empty, you know, um, Afghanistan's. But uh, MGS5 I, is an obvious comparison. Man, there was like fucking shit all to do in that, and it wasn't great. It wasn't great in and, those and parts. It, as far as I can tell, this game is the anti-MGS5 in that in MGS5, you had boring traversal to get to the good stuff, right? Which was the sneaking. Yeah. And then everybody was like, why didn't you just do old levels? And this is your the traversal is literally 95% of the game. Yeah. And then it's broken up by, oh, ghosts. Or, oh, yeah. and other people. Yeah. And a man getting floated off by an invisible thing and killing himself before it has a chance to take him yeah. is not. No, that's that's flavour. And that yeah. stuff is the best. And um, uh, what was I going to say? I'm going to probably wind up full on in the, in this same um, like. There's a there's a 45 second clip floating around on Twitter yeah. of Brad explaining uh, a delivery mission to Jeff over a giant bomb. In which uh, it is so ninety five percent of the game is deliveries. 
is you are a UPS man. Yes. And this delivery is for a pizza. Yes. And the thing about it is that it is an advanced delivery mission because the pizza must stay horizontal at all times or else it takes damage. Mm -hmm. And he walks up to the pizza, picks it up with the default thing. Sam holds the pizza sideways and the pizza starts to glow red and take damage. And they both start to panic as the pizza begins to take damage because you have to figure out a way to get it over there horizontal. Mm Mm-hmm. That's what Death Stranding is. Like, that's the game. It's like, how am I going to get from here to there with what I have? And it's Oregon Trail. Those nonsense box missions and Astral Chain. A little bit. I'm going to probably love what I love and hate what I hate when I play this. I'm going to feel both sides of these reviews. I am probably going to be all in or all out. I I see that's the thing is like I'm capable of living with the contradiction. Well, for me, it's whether or not it clicks. Because if it clicks, I will la- I will gladly deliver many packages if I enjoy the core act of delivering the packages. Yeah. If I don't, then I don't. And that seems to be the the core thing. Yeah. Uh, there's a real, like, this is not, there's a almost Dark Soulsian, like, this is not a game for everyone. The fact that this game is really expensive and, and well, uh, publicized and being put forth as the next big thing when it might be the nichest, most expensive game ever made is like, weird. If the reward for, like, the delivery is like, you know, here, you get to you get to see Mads do some cool shit. No, it's, it's, and it's hey, like, you got a lot of likes on the Chiral Facebook. So, yeah, and it's going to take a while, like, and you got a lot of positive ratings and numbers. Point, then, yes, the, the, you know, the breadcrumb might be too far away. You get to upgrade points to make Sam's balance a little stronger. The, bre- the breadcrumb might be too far away yeah. and too dry. Yeah. Um, but God damn it, am I going to try my hardest? To, I think I to I, like it because I know what I've seen. I'm in love with of the stuff that isn't I, ladder. I said this on level clear, but I think um, turn your piss into monster energy is right up there with Big Boss in the '60s going like, God damn it, I need Doritos. Yes, yes. The the. the the complete not giving a fuck about the way Kojima Productions puts ads in their games is the funniest thing in the world to me. It's so fucking funny. That is that is peak Kojima, and uh, God bless it. But there is still <laughs> like, like I'm looking at the trailer right now as as they're looking up at the Titan with the strands coming from its hands. Yeah, and like. Like, just that image just, like, fills me with, like, I need to know more. Well, most of that stuff's at the end. So I might just, like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I might like it. I might, I don't know. Yeah. But I'm I'm in the same place I've been the whole I'm time. I'm very excited to all check of, out Delivering Packages. This is now confirming exactly what I've been saying for all this time, which is just, like, I don't know what the fuck this is going to be, and we still don't. Can you believe we are days from Death Stranding, and we still don't really, know? You think that's weird? I've watched a bunch of footage and talked to... There's there's a guy in my Discord who fucking got the game two days ago, because Amazon <sighs> fucked up. 
and everybody is like struggling to, to it is very difficult to explain why delivering packages is enjoyable we sound the way we did in 2017 talking about death stranding a little bit. and we are hours from it being out yeah I mean, I know a few plot details that are part of the setup, and like, yeah, I mean, that shit's fucking crazy. Your BB's apparently really cool. Can I listen to Apocalyptico while I while I deliver packages? Yeah, totally. Good. Maybe? I don't know. Apparently the game has almost no soundtrack. It does have a soundtrack, I can confirm. But it's I, by the band Low Roar. I, I, I spoke to the guy who made the soundtrack. Yeah, and it comes in when you're like near He's, the end of a delivery. It's not, it's not just Low Roar. It's, it, okay. There's a composer. It, it, oh, I'm sure. Ludwig. I'm going off previews and, and people. I'm going off of a human being. All right, that's fair. <laughs> but I'm, just, I'm defending why I said what I said. I'm sorry if it was inaccurate. Boy, I hope that game's good. No, you know what? That isn't applicable here. Boy, I hope I like that game. Would be more accurate, I think. Because hmm. yeah. the game seems to be immaculate in its quality towards its stated goal. Mm-hmm. Whether mm-hmm. or not I give a fuck about that is up to me, I guess. And this will become the pro and anti-scub of 2020. Anti-scub, obviously. We're going to 100% see vehement defense and or... This is the 11-hour video of why Death Stranding is the worst video game ever made. Yep. Yeah. Speaking of mundane activities in your video games... Hey. No More Heroes 3? What about it? It's about 35 to 45% complete. Really? That was fast. It has a bigger open world than Normal Heroes 1. Okay. Uh, it's the biggest... It's not manufa- It's not Grasshopper's biggest budget. Um, the open world is something you would see in an Ubisoft or Rockstar game. There'll be about the amount of side missions you'd expect from a Normal Heroes game alongside some other extras... Um, this feels like a huge waste of money. The suit Travis wears in the announcement trailer was playable in the final game, but under certain special circumstances. Beam control, motion controls will reappear, but the challenge is figuring out when to best use the Switch hardware. We'll get a new trailer soon. And yeah, there's going to be... It's going to be more like... It sounds like it's going to be more like No More Heroes 1. Good. It's the best one. Coconut collecting. Great. Good stuff. I'd honestly say 2 is the best one, except for that fucking final boss. Oh my god. Um, Headcanon. Yeah. The people that made Sonic Mania. Are uh, a co-developer behind Sonic Mania. Excuse me. Uh, they've got a Kickstarter coming out for something called Vertebraker. That's them? It's a skeleton game. It's a skeleton game. <clears throat> and, uh, yeah. They've got a footage. Uh, it looks got, good. They've got a trailer. Um, it takes about 40 seconds to get to the gameplay. Uh, but when it does, it's some classic skeleton swinging bones and fun mechanical platforming 2D. Looks like, uh, probably like, you know, I'd say, um, uh, uh, Sega Saturn era, yeah, platform. Yeah, I'd say that's about right. 
you know, uh, and lots of momentum, fun stuff going on. So check it out. See if you like it. It's looking for uh, a lot of money. It's uh, looking for 362 large. Boy, that's specific. Canadian. That's why it's specific. And they're currently at 17. So Damn. They're aiming for a lot here. Um, now, here's a game you won't see in China. No. Uh, yeah, it looks, looks like it should be fun. There's a demo. So we'll see where that goes. Um, took a while to get to that gameplay, but it is there. <laughs> it is there. Um, I kind of, especially, I guess I just, I'm at a point where like, you know, when people. Did you just, oh my God. What? What did you I do? You started talking about Vertebraker and Paige showed up in the fucking Twitch chat. Okay. Well, you have a problem, bitch. Um, so when it, a lot of Kickstarters come along. And uh, I often need to kind of, for you know, lack of a better term, just get to the point. Yeah. Like, what, what is what is it? Just what is it? You know, because there's a lot of preamble in many cases. And so if I scroll down, I really, really, really like when there's a GIF of the gameplay happening yeah. right away. So you're like, got it. It's a this. Yeah, the original Kickstarter pitches, like all like in the uh, the beginning of the golden age, were all like z- like fade-ins on like a notable game developer. Talking at a table. It's like, hey guys. Explaining. You know us from. Yeah, and it's like, we're past that. We're yeah, past just that. Show me, show me the Click the button, go to the gameplay. <laughs> That's, well, there's two, there's so many at this point that you just got to get there, you know? Um. But that's Vertebraker. I love oh. you, honey. Now, um, some other news. I mentioned it a little bit earlier. Capcom Yoshinori Ono got, uh, he sat down for an interview and he basically was talking about uh, Street Fighter V and its future and the current landscape of stuff. But they touched on a couple other topics, including fucks up with deep down it's not completely dead as you can see it's not completely um given up on because they still do have the trademark so what he said was uh the original team is clearly not together at this point but people might have noticed that we've kept the trademark registered so it's not completely given up on every year we examine titles we're doing in the future we bring up projects and approve and move forward not much I can say about it but if you've noticed we've kept the trademark it means we haven't given up on the title completely at TGS uh, I played a few Yeah, the, the Eurogamer said I played a, it at 2GS a few years ago and it looked promising <clears throat> and Ono replied we did have a concept developed a bit further than that but yeah so it's not dead it's not dead. It's not dead. Deep down, not dead. I don't believe that. We still have the trademark as some weak shit. Yeah. I mean, Skeleton Crew redeveloping a core concept is not dead. Yeah. Just make a Dragon's Dogma, guys. Uh, I mean, it's it probably is. So what am I talking about? But then again, like you've stared at things and said, like, that doesn't exist to things that exist. Yeah. So And some of them did. And some of them didn't. Some of them did for a while and then stopped existing, which is the saddest one. Not much to say, but hey, Terry Bogard's art. He looks, Terry Bogard is out. He looks really cool. He looks incredible. And he has all the love expected of Sakurai. And if you want to see Sakurai flex his Neo Geo knowledge for 45 minutes, 
check out that Nintendo Direct where he pretty much spends about half of it showing off Terry and the other half just telling you about the history of the Neo Geo. But what is... I was really, really impressed and happy. The most important takeaway from today's stream about Terry Bogard, that is that while Bayonetta may be a sex freak, she ain't got shit going on compared to Mai. Mai Shirunui is not allowed. Straight up not allowed because Smash Brothers is for good boys and girls. And my is just a little too much. Now, there was an old adage that says, no my, no buy. However, she does exist in the ports of SNK games. Yeah. So she's not completely not on the Switch console, but just clearly the suspicions about Bayonetta yeah. are not unfounded. Yeah. Because Bayonetta gets a pass because she is wearing a skin tight bodysuit. With some feathers on 90% it. 90% of the time. Yeah. Occasionally Mai comes off. is wearing a Kunoichi outfit, and she is uh, bouncing all over the place. Yep. And they couldn't not emphasize it if they no, made No, it would be against the law. And the amount of work they put into modeling literally every other character. Oh, there are so many KOF characters of in significance. Oh, like They're all there. The entire roster of, like, 95, practically. Yeah. Plus Rock Howard, plus um, just Skeese is there. Fuck. Sake. Yeah, it's everyone's nuts. there. It's absolutely crazy. And they're like really nice models, too. Um, also, there's the me costumes they showed off, mm-hmm. including Virtual Fighter. Yeah. And other um, fighting game characters like Samurai Showdown stuff. Yeah. So you know, interestingly, the me the me costume uh, that were in the recent leaked video that may or may not be legitimate, which were Mallow and Cockademon from Doom, were not shown today. They Please be, be no real. Please God. Um, I am extremely impressed and happy with how Terry was handled. I have one. One thing that makes me sad. Is it the costume? No. Okay. Because that's fine. I get it. There's no Wild Wolf. Yeah. They I, I want to see Wild Wolf. They didn't do it. That's okay. I would have loved to see Wild Wolf, but they didn't do it. There's someone had an idea, and that was that his taunt would be him throwing the hat off. and Oh, it would have a hitbox. So that when you're coming back from and recovering, it would spike you. That is the single greatest thing. Oh, it's real good. And I'm so sad that's not real. It would have probably been way too good. Like, fuck. The level of... like, But no, because it moves outward. You can't... So, like, when people are recovering, they're usually under the stage. Yeah. But you have to be so good that you're getting them on the arc of the hat, which is not dropping yeah. straight down. It wouldn't be so good. It would be really hard. They should have had it so that he could throw the hat as a taunt and Ken and only Ken could catch it. So do I owe. I love that in his trailer, he's got the come on, come on to Ryu, Ken and Guile, who is just sitting there holding down, holding down back. Yeah. So they, they went, they went so overboard in terms of all the details you'd expect. But then they also just said, Hey, you know, what's really cool. SNK's music. And then they added 50 fucking tracks to the game. Yep. So. Okay. Never stopping. 
Anyway. That KOF stage is fantastic. It's super good. It's really, really good. Um, let's move along real quickly here. Um, we saw the new Guilty Gear. Looks great. Uh, Guilty Gear. So, so I take it you are... Did you watch the full stream? Uh, not the whole thing, but I did watch the breakdown. You watched the breakdown from High Fight? Yeah. Okay. So, I take it then that... Uh, I'm pretty happy with all those changes. You're 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 happy with fundamentals. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's kind of what it comes down to is Guilty Gear is being changed to something that resembles an early nineties fighter. Yep. Um do combo go down. Yeah. Anime go down. Right? Uh but buttons go up. Yeah. So it's 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 interesting because like I definitely like both styles of games, and I look at this, and I can go, if you are a fan of Guilty Gear and its mechanics, you are going to not like the changes that I making. am very happy with the direction. I would have all, I, I kind of always wanted it to be more toned down, even though I'm a blasphemer, I know. Yeah, so, and I know that, like, and I, like I said, I've, like, I've gotten... To love both, you know, uh, I, this definitely, like, I feel for the people that are just like, I'm in love with the mechanics more than anything else. And they, the, that, that stuff's taking a hit. But effectively, what is happening is you're seeing much, much shorter combos, much, much, uh, just like higher damage for, for, for short exchanges. Yeah. Um, and, uh, God, where was the breakdown? There's a, the short version of it is that, like, from what we saw when they revealed, they revealed Potemkin, and they revealed um, Chips Enough, who have to be announced at the same time. It's the law. Yeah. Um, and so what you're going to get is, for example, juggles are almost, like, completely different now because there's no teching in the air. You can't flip out of combos the way you used to in Guilty Gear in midair and the way you do in currently in, like, Dragon Ball and stuff. When you get hit in the air, you drop straight down and automatically tech backwards. Yeah, you do. You don't have a choice of whether or not you're taking. Right. Um, the game is still going to have, you know, punch, kick, slash, heavy slash, and dust. But uh, a, a major change for this game. Oh, my God. These characters look so good. <laughs> Fuck me. Um, a major change is that you, in Guilty Gear, you never actually went for a throw attempt with, like, a throw button. Yeah, you just hold hard and and close to the character, and you either swung or threw. So it it, it keeps it kept the same throwing button uh, inputs from back in the days of Street Fighter Two, for example. Yeah, and there were like frame one, which means like instantaneous, right? Uh, now you have like forward plus dust, and you're going to try to do a throw, which means you can bait people into trying and blow them up. It's for a lot it. more modern. So um, the classic throw text established many years ago yeah yeah so there's an evernote that has like a giant list of all the changes specifically but the, the you know just to go over some of the major ones there's that uh there is uh, uh no more so there's some, there used to be a mechanic called um um a dead angle attack which is basically when you are blocking you can like knock someone off of you yeah but it's replaced with a roman cancel while you're blocking. they kind of combined five different mechanics in a roman into cancel. just roman cancel yeah. yeah yeah hey do you want to do something in this situation hit roman cancel um potemkin's there he's got a heavenly potemkin buster that literally consists of him flying up to the heavens um 
I still don't like his shoes, but, I, but Potemkin's great. His design is also like pretty much like solidified. Like they have him clothed and with the helmet on and everything now, and they're just like, yeah, this is what he looks like now. Yeah, there's no need to redesign what we came up with. I miss his old design. You like him with the sleeves out and head out? I just I wish there were both. I, I wish I, I could have both. You know, I I I. I He's more casual than the old ones. No. This is much more military. Yeah. I do like this one more than that, than the old one. Yeah, me too. But I just, there's there's times when I miss it. Mm. Like, for example, Geef now has what I consider the perfect costume. It's just Zangief, but he's wearing a lucha mask. Okay. To me, that's the perfect. That's the perfect Geef. Yeah. You know? Um... Yeah, maybe there'll be costumes in this. Who knows, you know? But anyway, uh, so yeah, there's all these little uh, mechanical differences and whatnot. But on a casual level, what you're going to notice most is... <coughs> what you're going to notice most is... <coughs> it's fucking getting dark. This is God, bullshit. It is. Is uh, that stage transitions will happen often. Yeah. Right? Kind of like uh, in, in Injustice, you'd have all these... Big go from one left side of the stage to the right side. You're going to notice that pretty pretty frequently. And you break through some invisible glass because you hit you the wall, something. and when you hit the wall three times, and then you do another attack, uh, they break through, and then you get uh, an, a damage buff for that. Um, and and I guess the other thing you're going to notice on a casual level is that the entire UI is very placeholder. Yeah, it is not rock and roll at all. No, it's looking very. Uh, clean and sterile and I like that sometimes for example I'm a huge fan of the way KOF 11 looks I like the very white graphic design like look of that game but for Guilty Gear it needs to be rock and roll it needs to be chains and metal and yes so that all needs to come back in whenever the game is ready to get cooked but for now you're seeing some placeholder everything across the board the character select screen is broken up into like almost like hero types in overwatch it breaks them up into balanced tricky speed power etc that's weird um but god damn the style and oh, the so loading good. of like you pick your characters and then the eagle flies into the screen and then it flies to the stage as it loads uh, uh, and then you get your new fucking stage intro text. So heaven or hell, dual one, let's rock. We get, uh, uh, you know, um, the time of retribution, battle one, decide the destiny, right? The Rebel one, all that shit. Rebel one sucks. It's, it's a weird one. Um, and then there's the weird fucking shit that comes with Unist, Unist and... Uh, and uh, There's whatever, like a paragraph. And whatever that weird other game we played was called with the, with the fucking... Uh, would please make your selector. Whatever the... the I don't know. This shit... Probably in, some fake garbage. This shit in Guilty Gear um, is like... It starts out with a cinematic and it says... Mankind knew that... Uh, that mankind knew that they god i'm already fucking it up it's that mankind knew that they were at fault for or whatever and so turned to beast or some shit instead of reflecting on themselves they blamed the beasts 
heaven yeah. or hell dual one let's rock it gives this whole fucking paragraph yeah. and it's so stylish and good that i'm like that on its own is wonderful as it says heaven or hell you get the feet of the character in player one in the foreground and the player two character in the background and you're seeing the cinematic from uh, mankind knew that they could not change society. Yeah. So instead of reflecting on themselves, they blamed the beast. Heaven or hell, dual one, let's rock. Thank you. Um, you see the perspective of, of player one. So player two will, in Potemkin's case, he comes jumping out of the case or whatever, yeah. you know. But in the cases of things like Axel, for example, you see him in the stopped time in player one and then he touches reality and then it ripples and then he's back but in player two side you just see him appearing so it's like you're getting the do in the world outside yeah. the world perspective fuck it's so good um so yeah on that level it's already killing it and uh, of course the full version of smell of the game is out so you can enjoy bullshit blazing for as much as you want um and yes, at the end of the stream, after they took Q&A and they did all this stuff uh, that I mentioned earlier that they announced uh, the game was going to be at Arc Revo. So at Arc Revo, where I'm going to be doing and participating in all that, they're also taking t- the feedback for how people think and feel about this new version of Guilty Gear. And the quote that the, the Japanese Arxis guys gave was basically something to the effect of, it's not just that the UI might change it's that the entire game literally might change after after this point. Okay. Absolutely nothing you see is final. You're taking a lot of feedback. Yeah. So that's good because that's people, heartening. people have a lot of feedback. And anime fans want the game to be more anime. And uh, OGs want the game to be more more OG. They yeah. like they like the, the, the change towards classics and more footsie-based play. But the thing about that is uh, it's not just for the sake of making it an old-style fighting game. It's because new players don't have as hard of a time. You need to go up there and ask them where Bridget and Zappa are. Yep. Yep. And the first thing and the only thing that was repeated the entire time the chat was up was GGPO? GGPO. Yeah. GGPO? GGPO. And? And they actually answered the question and effectively said... We know that a lot of you guys are concerned about getting rollback and um, we're not saying what – we're not talking about like that system at, at the current time. We're not talking about like what's in – what's whatever. But we're, we hear you for sure and are taking it into account. Ah, well, that's better than nothing. It's better than no. Like, everyone went, boo, that sucks. And then Kizzy was like, I'll take that over no. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, fair enough, dude. Fair enough. Um, pl- yeah, everyone made it really loud and clear that they want rollback over anything else they're going to announce. Good. And they'll continue to make it loud and clear through Arc Revo, I'm sure. Beyond all that, um, and like super not Guilty Gear looking HUD aside, it's the best looking fighting game. Probably the best looking video game. And it's the most gorgeous video game. Like in terms of, right of uh... style. Style, yeah, absolutely. Like you look at Death Stranding, and Death Stranding is like the photorealism train. Yeah, Last Last of Us Two is going to be is going to be gorgeous. Uh, this is like a literal moving. But stylistically, anime. this is the best looking thing. Yeah, I can't think of anything better. Big anime. 
Go check that stream out if you want to see more. You see the Heavenly Potemkin Buster when he goes up to the sky and you see the gods in the sky? Of course I did. That's my boy. Cask is back in, in Soul Calibur. Yeah, Hildy's back. I don't really have much to say other than fucking finally. Hildy's great. Hildy's great. She's back. She has her spear. She's now the leader of her country. Good. She can't stop talking about her country. She loves her country, guys. Um, Guys, she loves her fucking country. She is a patriot. She also, she looks a little different. I mean, that's to be expected, right? Yeah, but anyway, she's got the spear. She's got the little sword. She's got the little sword. She's got the casca. Ish. Not really. Her hair's longer. She looks cool. So good. Good. Good character. Come back. Good. Although annoying to fight. Yeah, well. What are you going to do? Yeah. Let's take some letters. Before we do that, I have one last piece of news. Sure. Uh, something that I forgot to talk about during my week, but I'm going to put it in the news. Came out this past week. One Mystery of Castle Super Beast. Fan yes. game yes. by one Remerai, that's R-E-M-E-R-A-I. Yes. Young person from Sweden. Uh, threw some bullshit together in th- under three months. Yep. Uh, Paige and I took a look at it on her stream. Mm-hmm. It's fucking incredible. Mm-hmm. It is a legitimately fantastic game. I made the claim that it is probably better than two-thirds of the games I ever looked at on Shitstorm. It is a alone-in-the-dark original tribute game starring me and you. Wooly, you are the playable character. Mm-hmm. I am the jackass who you talk to for information about your items. Um, it is about four to five hours long. It has multiple endings. It has, uh, it uses a clip of you saying "yup" real fast for like some simless shit. When you're when you talk, Wooly, it goes "yup yup 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 yup." Like, mm-hmm. it's fucking great. I'm astonished at its level of quality in that it feels more like a real video game than a fan game. That is a talented dude that has been making those little videos of quotes. And uh, I look forward to the opportunity to play it myself. And it has one jump scare. Yes. When you start the game, he says there will be scary things in this game, but there will be only one jump scare. So get ready. Okay. Yeah. I do. I'm so impressed. I'm so impressed. Uh, yeah. I can't wait. I'm gonna. I'm gonna totally take a look at this for sure. No doubt. I did Ahagao Academy. Why the fuck wouldn't I do this? Yeah. You're the main character. Yeah. Yeah. I should probably play that. Yeah. You do Ahagao or? Nah. I didn't. Okay. So yeah. Um. That's. I want to go fuck myself. I'll just go home. There's some good stuff. Well, anyway, the mystery of Castle Super Beast is available now. 
for the low, low price of literally nothing. Cool. That's me. Eat you. I'm dressed like Brock. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm wearing a green vest. Uh, you got your uh, your Killmonger uh, hairstyle. Yeah, going. yeah, yeah. It's got the it's got it's got the new look. That's that's cool. That's cool. I appreciate that. Thank you for doing. You are definitely the hero of this game. I appreciate that. It's my um my post reboot hat look. Yeah. <clears throat> that was the old times. So let's take some letters. Hey, if you want to send in a letter talking about how we didn't talk about Pokemon at all this week. What's there to talk about? They cut a bunch of Pokemon. Okay, we've, we've done Yeah, it. I know the game we've sucks. Done it. The game we've, sucks. We've done okay. it. I know. See, I'm being sarcastic. Uh, you can send that into uh, Castle Super Beast Mail at, Cas- at Castle Shit. Fuck. You can send it to Castle Super Beast Mail at gmail.com. That's Castle Super Beast Mail at gmail.com. Charizard sucks. Charizard can suck my ass. Uh, That's what I have to say. Quan from Oklahoma says, Hey, jackpot, and I need more power. A war is coming. The great peanut butter sandwich war is imminent. Draw the line. Peanut butter and grape jelly. Yeah. Peanut butter, strawberry jelly. Uh Uh-huh. Peanut butter, banana. Choose your allegiance. These are all fantastic. I don't really... I feel putting the two different kinds of jellies is kind of like... Yeah. Splitting the jelly vote. It's splitting the hairs, really. Let's just say PB and and jelly... Versus PB and, and PBJ, banana. PBB. Yeah. PBBs are great. PBJs are great. Um, I'm going to say peanut butter and jelly wins it on regular bread, but if you toast it, it's PB and banana for sure. Um, I noticed that uh, uh, cherry jam isn't there. Oh, uh, yeah. And that stuff's really good, No too. apple jam. That stuff's really good, too. That's a good Never one. Never had cherry jam. Don't care for cherries in general. The cherry, the cherry stuff is fantastic. Also, real fruit. Real fruit jelly. Yeah. It's got to have the chunks in it. Yeah. Well, if you're going to have real fruit jelly, why not just fucking throw down a, a banana on it? Because you get both. Yeah, you're right. You're getting the fruit and the jelly. The banana doesn't have jelly. Yeah, you're right. So I think... Banana that, jelly would be horrible. Banana tastes wonderful with peanut butter, but it does take second place to the best of the jellies. Yeah. I'm going to give a toasted PB&B a one-up over a PB&J, but a non-toasted PB&B... Loses to PB and J every time. PB and Bad J loses to PB and B. Oh well, PB I mean, they, come on! If you're gonna include bad ingredients, but but bananas consistent. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Unless it's rotten. Well, yeah. It's, but you know what you're getting. Yeah. Right? You that's, know, banana. That's the thing. It's a safe bet. You're right. That's what I'm saying. You're right. Crunchy or crunchy or smooth. I like both. You're 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 less insane than others I've encountered. I like both. Smooth all the way, man. No, sometimes crunchy's good. I didn't fucking buy peanut butter so I could fucking finish the job with my own mouth. The answer is not that oily shit without the No, sugar the oily shit's bad. I don't like that either. Peanut paste or whatever the, the fuck the it's called. There's a real there's a real enemy. I here. paid for peanut butter so a machine could pre chew it for me, thank you. Smooth and crunchy are on the same side. We're on the same battle with the same side of the war. No. It's the oil fuckers that need to go. Nah. They all need to go. Uh, dear Castle Superbeast, the other day I was playing Dead Rising 2 off the record with a friend online, got to a point where we had to progress forward, but could not. Being dumbasses, we forgot to give Frank his Zombrex. So after defeating <laughs> the bosses, 
we were stuck at the checkpoint and we could only go about 20 seconds before hitting game over. Yeah. We restarted the file. That's but realized too late that the save and all progress, that we never saved, so all progress was lost. Brought back the days of N64 without the controller pack trying to save progress. What's the most you've ever lost because you forgot to save? I lost two FF7 95% complete playthroughs in a row because of shitty memory cards. Yeah, so we talked about that already. I talked about um, Golden Sun. This is a repeat question. I, I guess in terms of but in terms of deliberate, like not having a memory card, um, I, I, it's all repeat at this point. We're just going to repeat the same answers. But you know, for well, me, if you think about it, all conversations are just repeats. To be honest, yes. But the difference is into a microphone or not, I suppose. Hey, listen, microphone. If it's far enough in the past, no one's going to remember that I already said that um, I played through 45 missions of Namco X Capcom without a memory card. That's crazy still. It's fucking nuts. I just plug in a memory card. I didn't have one because I didn't have a PS2. I borrowed my friends. Just get a PS2. He gave it to me for a weekend, and all I had was a controller and a copy of the game. I had no save, so I left it on, and I pl- and I just marathoned it all day, and then play. And then when Sunday night came, I had to give him back his console. I thought I might get lucky enough to maybe beat it. Turns out it was Namco X Capcom. Yeah, it turns out. Turns out it was Namco X Capcom. Tried to beat it in one go. That's not possible. Wasn't possible. That was life. That's a bummer, man. Yeah, I, I didn't have the console at the time. Really wanted one. Yeah. Um. All right. We get this often enough, and it comes up on Twitter often enough, and I know that one answer will never answer. One ball is bigger than the other. There. It's done. One, one answer will never um, help. No one will ever hear all the all-in-one. I already answered it. I mean, but a lot of people will hear one if we make it and then clip it. Yeah. So yeah. here's for the clip future You, you got you to gotta fucking make it really, really memorable if you want it clipped. A lot of people ask, I'm coming to Montreal. What should I do? Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Here's the simple. We'll keep it straight. All forward. right. All right. Uh, uh, y- there's there's uh, wanna, Schwartz uh, smoked meat is very good. You want to hit Delalo's near Villamard? You want to hit Au Pied de Cochon? Oh, so, fancy restaurant. So you can't just throw them out. Just oh, give them okay. a, a bit of what they're getting. All right? right, you do it. So you got Schwartz smoked meat. It's very good. Yeah, Montreal smoked meat's a thing. It's the main thing, right? It's on Saint Laurent. Like, there's... Two places, one for takeout, one for dining in. A lot of people just go to the dining in one and line up. Oftentimes, you can walk into the second one and get your meat to go. Yeah. People don't know about it. There you go. Um, you want to get your poutine. You get your poutine at La Banquise. That's right. That's L-A-B-A-N-Q-I-S-E. Mm-hmm. La Banquise. This is where poutine goes to die. La Banquise, if you're Anglophone. And what you basically go in and do is uh, sit down. It's 24-7 and you see a giant menu of all these different crazy flavors. If you've never had one, get a regular. If you've had them before, get get whatever you want because you can have fun with it, right? If you get, if someone's never had uh, 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 I don't know, like pizza before, get a pepperoni slice. Yeah, fuck it. After you've had that pepperoni slice, then you can go for the other stuff. Yeah. Okay? Good. Um, the other thing Montreal is good for is uh, we've got uh, Portuguese chicken, 
aka Piri Piri. If you've had it, good for you. If you haven't, um, Romados is very good. St. Viator Bagels. That's what I was waiting for. Same Best bagels street, in town. Same street, same place, same area. Three or four of these places are all on the same block, frankly. There's one out uh, on Monkland and NDG, but you're not going to go to that Saint one. Viator, S-T-V-I-A-T-E-U-R. Bagels. Unless you're from New York, this will easily be the best bagel you've ever had in your life. Great. If you are from New York, you can have an argument with people there. Uh, the best pizza you can possibly have is not on the island. It's, in fact, about a 25-minute drive. Man, the trip out there is fucking stupid. It is, but if you want to have, like, next-level game-changing pizza, you can go to Como Pizzeria, C-O-M-O Pizzeria. You got to drive out to it. It's fucking dumb. You got to have access to a vehicle that will get you there. there. Or an Uber. It's in like a fucking sh- shit-o strip it's mall. In the, it's in, the, it's in the, the fucking farm yeah. zone. The Montaigie region. But it is the best pizza, period. Best. not Around just, here, anyway. Yeah. Get the Italian sausage. Italian mm. sausage is the flavor to get. It's one of those thin, thin, thin crust, heavy on the cheese, chunky meat. Good sauce. There you go. Uh, you got the Lalo Burger. Yeah, that's over in Villa Mard. That's near the Monk Metro Station. Here's the thing about the Lalo Burger. It's a lot like In-N-Out. Yeah. I don't know that, but... It's basically just In-N-Out. Okay, it's, it's crumbly good. burger. I like it. Yeah. It's very greasy. Americans already it's know it. wax paper that's all fucked up by yeah. the time it gets there. It really is just In-N-Out. They do have it. Um, But it's good. And... uh. You know, that's that's kind of your deal. You're, that's the food places. That, that's the food stuff. Climb up the mountain. Go to the lookout on Mount Royal. Fight the raccoons. There's two lookouts, by the way. Yeah. There's the the lower and the higher lookout. They have different views of the city. They're both quite nice. Yeah. Do one or the other. You can go up whenever. Go check out old Montreal. Go down to the port. It's like a mini Paris. The old port is quite nice. It has uh, horses and cobblestone streets and a waterfront. Yeah. With uh, a Ferris wheel and boats and a science museum and little activities to do. Um, and most of the time, there's a festival going on. It's happening somewhere. Place des Arts. Dead center of the city. Like right. literally dead center. It's Place des Arts is what they'll say. Yeah. But in English, some kind of bullshit. Place D E S space A R T S. Arts. Place des Arts. Yep. Place des Arts. Um, and then beyond that, like, uh, I mean, if you want to come and fuck some whores, we got a bunch of whores you can fuck. Okay, beyond that, uh, that's a thing. The big two streets are St. Catherine, which is just, it's the giant, that's street where most of the whores are running across the entire, like, downtown core. And then you've got St. Laurent, mm-hmm. where you've got lots of stores, restaurants, clubs, all that jazz. That's where, like, the Schwartz's is, for example. Um, and then, um, if you want to have like some fun bars and that kind of thing, Crescent. Uh, no, that's super touristy bad. Really? Yeah, I like Crescent. Not when great. I was younger. Bustan is really good. Um, um, shawarma yeah. on Crescent, but no, I would suggest Saint Denis or Saint Denis because they've got a barcade, they've got a board game bar. Nah, that's true. They've got a bar where it's got music and you, they have like records for placemats and just kind of, you know. So Saint Denis or Saint Dennis 
is where you'd get a lot of those options. If you're down with Shisha or Hookah, they've got those as well. So, yeah. If you like vaping, you can just walk in any direction. And that's Montreal. That's what you that's what you do. We got a cat cafe out in Verdun, right? We do have a cat cafe. You can check that out. That's cool. There's other stuff, yeah. but for the most part, that's the core. Yeah. Cool? Cool. Yeah. There's yeah, there's there's amazing high scale, upscale restaurants. Shouldn't be too hard to Google and find out what those are. Yeah. Right. Um but those things are just just to give you enough to overwhelm you with choice. That's your soundbite. That's Montreal. Okay. And uh, yeah, lastly here, we'll take... That's too long for a clip, by the way. What are you talking about? Oh, you mean Twitch clips or YouTube clips? YouTube clips. Ah, that's the solution. Uh, Dear Lords of the Castle, I started playing Trials of Mana slash Seiken Densetsu 3 recently. Beforehand, I didn't have a ton of research on class path or character choice because that's just the nature of being a TTRPG player. Uh, I liked everything I read on paper, and I started planning my team and hedged my bets on how to proceed down the road. Then I actually played the game, and it was fun to start, and I liked the combat system to a degree, but the perfect emulation is... Uh, but the perfect emulation, so menuing, was glacial. So equipping a characters with stuff was cumbersome. And in order to have an effective healer, I had to play the healer myself instead of my main character. It's because for whatever reason, the healer refused to use their spells to heal me when uh, the danger chime played. Thanks, Donald. This had me looking forward to the remake and hoping that a new perspective would help the combat feel better. But the game would be tweaked, would have tweaked AI to be smarter. Um, am I crazy or does a, uh, or is this a great game for its time? Uh, am I crazy or does is this just great game for the time it was released compared to now? I don't know, man. I didn't play it. Bonus, are there any RPGs that you played <laughs> that you liked it but wished there were more tweaks to make things better? Persona yeah. 3 being able to I love your party. I love Marin fucking Karen. Yeah. Right? Marin fucking Karen is, is the probably worst the ever, biggest ever. example of that. That's very clear. Um, yeah. Does is this a good game for it day? Uh, that comes from uh, Yomi from Dallas. Um, trying to remember. I feel like there was stuff I feel like there was stuff in Mario RPG that I wished was a little bit but it's been so long. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Hmm. I had a really hard... Mm, no, that, that, that wouldn't count. Is there anything going to beat Marin Karen? Marin Karen's probably the worst one. Like Skies of Arcadia. It's like, bitch, I'm literally going to die. Mm, yeah. No man, you you yeah yeah that was bad. You just couldn't control her, and she would do whatever she wanted. That's number one. I guess that's bullet. like real life, but still, I'm gonna die. Yeah, that's number one with a bullet for sure. Ah, oh, I get it because persona. Ah, 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 ah. All right, hey, I'm gonna be streaming later. It's Twitch.tv slash Pet. I'm gonna do Outer Worlds this week, and then Death Stranding. Check that out at 8 p.m.s and 3 p.m.s on Friday. It's Saturday. That's cool. That's uh, where I'm at. 
Um, yeah. Mm, the LPs continue, so Indivisible continues, and uh, Astral Chain will be wrapping up this week. We'll be starting the new stuff. Uh, also, of course, one-offs, you know, some fun things coming along the <laughs> hey, pipe man. for that. And I'm going to uh, have some serious thinks about how to tackle Disco or, or otherwise. Or There's Disco, and then there's like two or three other games that are all games that I really want to know what happens in them, and people really want to see them. But you don't want to do the process of doing them because it might be the most miserable soul-crushing shit ever. At which point people will stop being interested and give up maybe five to ten episodes of 80. Sick. So this is the struggle. It's a conundrum. It's always been there. Yeah. All right. This has been a fun time. You guys have a good week. We'll see you next week or earlier if you check out our personal channels. Bye.